Welcome to Ezra Live. This is a, I was going to do just like a regular breakdown one, but I was on a space with uh, Polo, uh, Frank, and uh, Broadway and Michael. So I was like, might as well just do this bad boy live. This, this post, uh, so they'll probably be joining soon, I'm assuming. Um, sending this out right now. Might as well just put this out to the world, honestly. The clipboard. But yeah, we're going to do a breakdown of the Ruiz-Ortiz fight. Um, of course, Broadway's going to want to talk about Santos and the massive upset over Ryo. It's it's going to be good. It's going to be entertaining. See, just just waiting for waiting for everybody to pop up. Let's see here, do I have all the invites sent out? I don't think I sent one out. So Polo. They'll join. They'll join right now. It's gonna have patience. It's gonna have patience in this game. But yeah, we have. Uh, I thought honestly it was a very good fight. I thought uh, Ortiz versus uh, Ruiz was it was a very entertaining fight. I thought it was very competitive. Um, I see kind of more negativity towards it. I think that pre-fight excitement is is a, is a key thing in boxing, and it's also like how you, like what your perception is going into the fight of. Um, you know, like how how you see it playing out, like how what 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 your excitement level for it is for the fight, really determines on how you like grade the fight, like the post fight grade. I really believe that, and I don't think much people were excited about this fight. I think a lot of people were actually kind of critical of this matchup, and that kind of led to them to just be like, ah, it's a boring fight, and all those things. So we got Broadway. Yo, what's going on? Can you hear me? All right, good, good, good. we're good, we're good. What's up? All right, I was telling, I was just saying right now that this wasn't, this was not planned. This is just, uh, we were just having a good space. I was like, might as well just take this onto my channel. Hell yeah, hell yeah, we gotta get your channel popping, man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yo, bro, I, now that I got you on the on the on the space, yo, you a funny ass dude, man. I appreciate it. So, like, I I think your niche is definitely you. Like being like the boxing comedian, like you can report <laughs> your news, still give you. You got to figure out a funny way to do it. I feel like you have the personality for it, and you're genuinely funny. It's not it's, some people, you know. There's, there's a try hard a guy. Yeah, yeah. There's forcing it. Yeah, no, no, no. You're just naturally funny, especially on these Twitter spaces. You with your little shtick and the email. <laughs> so I'm like, I, we, I, I, I haven't honestly. I haven't even talked about like. The fact that Jenabek blocked me on Twitter on the, on any of my podcasts, I mean, that's not like this has not been brought up yet. But Jenabek does have me blocked on Twitter. Like, just like if anyone's listening, I am blocked on Jenabek's Twitter, and it's <laughs> the strangest thing because I'm Jenabek's number one fan. Like, that's not even it's not even debatable. It really isn't. It's just accepted that I'm his number one fan, and I'm blocked. And I'm literally, you know, they say stand because of the Eminem uh, music video. It's literally turning into that, right? Where it's turning where I'm like turning negative towards him because. He just doesn't appreciate me as a fan. That's really what it is. I, I'm. I, I just, just, just don't. I hope the the story don't end like how that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what how it is. Honestly, I'm still, I'm still riding with them because honestly, when it comes to the end of the day, and I always stand by this, the number one thing that I root for is my own opinion, and my opinion is that Jenna Beck would beat Andrade, 
and my opinion that Janet Beck would beat Charlo. And so I just root for my opinion. So at the end of the day, the biggest fan I am is of myself, in my opinion. And I, that's still, that still stands. I just want to say one thing. He does not beat Carlos Adamas, all right? <laughs> I, you know what? Just the run that Dominicans have been on, I, I can't doubt you. I really can't. I cannot doubt you. Yeah. I, I just, it's it's amazing. I want to wait till Polo gets on because I know Polo, it's kind of like, you know, you need someone to like, when, you, when you're right about something, there needs to be someone to target that you choose. And Polo's always a good target for something like that. <laughs> so I want him to get on for, before we start talking about Santos. The thing is with Polo is like, he was trolling me and whatever. I get it. I get it. You know, like I, I like to have fun on the internet too, you know? So he was trolling me how Ryo's going to knock this guy out. It's going to be easy work and how he's going to gas out and all these things. Okay. And whatever, I can take the jokes, but then <laughs> when you're wrong and I'm right, don't, don't fucking, Oh, you know, I wasn't making Ryo out to be like Julio Cesar Chavez. Like, no, 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 don't you, I have the receipts, brother. I keep yeah. Like, you got to get your credit at that point, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. All, all I want him to say is go, oh, shit, you were right. De Los Santos is good. And, and then he tries to say, you heard him on the space. Oh, I never heard you say you was paid. I'm like, bro, are you not subscribed? Like, I don't think he's subscribed. Honestly, I don't think he's subscribed. Because if he if he did, if he's challenging that point, he must not be subscribed. No, not even that. You've been on these spaces with me. What have I been saying? Yeah, it's been very clear that you were saying Santos by upset. Yeah, yeah. So I, he wasn't trying to give me my credit, but it's all right. It, it's he's such a brown supremacist. He can't. He can't. <laughs> he can't my credit, you know? It's all good, man. So you you wanted to break down the Ruiz Ortiz fight? Yeah, yeah. That, so I think that that fight is uh, like I was saying. What was you? What were you feeling going into that fight? First of all, what was your excitement level for that fight? Uh, my excitement level was very low. Not because I think that this was a bad fight. I just think that Ortiz, after his performance against Martin earlier this year, or was it last year? I think it was earlier this year. But anyways, um, after that performance, I realized he was he wasn't the same King Kong. I, I love King, I'm a big King Kong fan, but you know every dog has his day. He got old, and he showed it in that Martin fight. Did he get the stoppage? Yes. But he got dropped twice, once by, a, like, it was like a glancing jab. It wasn't even like a full-on power jab. It was a glancing jab. He got dropped. Yeah. Then he got dropped with an overhand left. And he just kind of, his legs looked slow, and he looked like, I, I just was not expecting him to be in his prime. And to be honest, I think that's what we saw. We saw a guy who just couldn't get off against a younger guy. I, I would have picked. Ortiz by knockout had this been five, six years ago, but it's not five, six years ago. So that was my mentality going into this fight. Yeah. So I think that that like really sways uh, people like when they like judge how good of a fight was. Right. Like, I think if you're like, you, you're not, didn't have excitement going in. Right. I think you're kind of like already negative about it, if that makes sense. So yeah. I thought that, I thought that, I thought that was a, I thought that was a pretty entertaining fight. Like, I really did. I thought it was pretty entertaining. I thought it was really competitive. I thought it was back and forth. So I was like, I just kind of was like the, the reception I think it got after was just kind of like negative. And it was just like, oh, that was a boring fight. But um, what's up, Clever? But yeah, but I just think that the the it was boring because people had the perception that it was going to be that going in. And I I think that it was very entertaining. I thought that the, the fact that 
Luis Ortiz has zero legs, can't take a punch anymore, and was still going the full distance and winning rounds late. I was like, wow, that, that it just shows how skilled this guy really was. And in his prime, I thought he wins that fight pretty handedly. And I think yeah. we have the proof of that by even how it happens. I think maybe people felt that going into it, but I think even that's like solidified my proof of it is that he wins that fight handily if he's in his prime. I, I don't think this fight was entertaining. And, and, and I do see your point that your excitement level is low. Maybe you, your, you know, how you look at the fight is going to be low, but the activity level for both fighters was so low to the point where I'm like, it was rounds where they were just fainting each other and, and or they would throw one punch and maybe it landed, maybe it didn't, but it was it was too slow of a pace. Like, yeah, yeah, I get you, I get you. I just thought the the competitiveness of it too, though, like just like the back and forth of it. No, it was a competitive fight, uh, uh, with the exception of the knockdowns. But competitive doesn't always mean entertaining. See, that's where I differ. I think I think competitive does enter for me at least. That's entertaining. Like competitive to me, like where I'm not sure who's going to win the fight because I also thought that the commentary did a horrible job for the fight. I thought the commentary was like one of the worst that I've heard in a while because they were not selling this fight right. Like they were just like Ortiz is out of it. He's down like multiple rounds. He has no chance of winning a a, a scorecard in this fight. And it's like, no, that wasn't the case. Like, he was actually very much in it. And every time he got dropped, it was very interesting because he would, right when he would tie it up, when he got dropped, like, that was a huge part. Like, he went down two rounds at that point. And it was like, oh, he had just evened it up after being dropped, like, gave, having a literally a 10-7 round he and, and losing a few early rounds. Like, he literally tied it up and then got dropped again the next round. So, like, there were just points where I thought, like, uh, commentary didn't do any good on this. Like, didn't do a good job, like, selling this fight. Yeah, I mean, I, I had the commentary off. I actually was watching it while being on a Twitter space because uh, I'm addicted to Twitter spaces, apparently. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I didn't hear the commentary, but I did think it was a I, – I didn't score the fight, but you said you had it 7-5 Ortiz, but with the knockdowns, you, you favor Ruiz. I think that's a pretty accurate scorecard. Like, I, I, off of just what I saw with my eyes, it's pretty uh, accurate. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. I, I thought that I was like, yeah, he won more rounds, but he just the, the rounds that he lost were like the knockdowns are just was key. He has a 10 8 round and a 10 7 round, and that put Ruiz over. And it's funny because, like, the way I score fights, I do it by like just one point, right? Like, so say if you win a round, I give you one point. If the guy wins around, I give him one point. But it gets super confusing because it sounds like I have like eight to six, and you're like, well, what the how many rounds are there? And it was getting super confusing in this fight because it was a 10 7 and a 10 8 round. So I could tell people were getting a little frustrated with me because they were like, what the hell is this guy doing? That's more rounds than there are in a fight. Bro, you don't learn from the official scorecard, bro? I thought I thought you were an official scorecard graduate. You got oh, I'm a, that's the way I scored the official scorecard. That's exactly the way I score it. And then at the end, I do the calculations on a calculator, and it takes forever. But oh, okay. that, that's exactly how I score it. I got you. I got, you. I got Clever on here. I, Clever, are you on? Are you, can you hear us? Yeah, my bad. I'm here, man. Oh, okay. What's that's up, fine. dudes? No, what's no, up, what's Broadway? What's going on, bro? Clever, I got to You were on a space the other day. I got to give you credit. You were on at about 12 o'clock, right? Is when I joined. It got heated quick, right? And I mean heated. And you were you were battling the room. I got off. I had to do some stuff. I got back on around eight o'clock at night, and you were still battling with four different people. And it was four new people, too. It wasn't like the same people. So you understand they, these are people with new energy, new stamina. <laughs> and they were still, and you still were battling with them. And I was like, damn, that's like, you know how tiring that is? Like the stamina you had to have to keep that space going for the amount of hours you did. 
I got to give you credit. I really do. <laughs> Thanks, Ezra. Thanks yeah, for joining yeah. too. Yeah, no, of course, of course. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny, man. Like, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, some some people think I have hot takes. I don't think that at all. I'm just telling you guys what I see with my eyes and up to date current status. That's literally what it is. And I'd rather people just tell me they disagree with me than just keep going off what they think. And that's fine. Like I'm cool. Like I'm cool with whatever people say, man, we're just talking boxing and I have an opinion and that's all it is. It's just an opinion, but people will get crazy and and get personal and whatever angle they want to go. And the moment I match that energy you know, that's what you hear. That's what you hear. But it's nothing personal, man. And um, I think nothing of it. I think, I think nothing. I of think it. that's a very fair uh, way to take it. I, I, I mean, I just say if 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 a bunch of people feel the same way about you, it ain't the bunch of people. Sometimes you got. Look- <laughs> <laughs> well, I will. You you say that, but then when I ask, what is it that's going on? It, it's always nothing. No, Literally no, no. Nothing. Here, okay. Here's what I, the, what I'm saying. Okay, I don't think clever saying that's like a percent. I think he's saying my opinion is my opinion, but people can't just take his opinion as his opinion. They have to go further yeah. than yeah. it. And so instead yeah. of saying like hey, I just disagree, clever, it seems like that does get kind of personal. I kind of agree with you on that, clever. I do. I do think it. it yeah, it gets, it gets personal. personal. It gets more like. You, and quickly, like, like, dude, I'm an honest guy, man. Like, I don't come into any space or anyone's chat or anything when I say honest, just like, this is what you get with me. This is what you get it in person. So, and I, I tell people straight up what I think. And if I think you're bullshit, I'll say that. But that's nothing. Again, like, I'm not trying to attack you or anything, but that's what it is. That's what it is. I will say this, though. You are out in the deep end on this fight. Uh, the Crawford Spence not happening. And I'm really concerned. Oh, if the fight I, don't does happen. I don't even care about that stuff, man. I mean, I, I, for, for starters, again, like someone will go against my point. I'll be like, OK, cool. And I'll say I'll say something. They're already at my neck. And then I'll be like, OK, well, they'll tell me something. Not even tell me something. I'll be like, what is that based on? Whatever they tell me. And I get crickets. But the moment I disagree with you, it's just upheaval. So I, mean, I like I mean, what, what can we say about that? I, what like I, can we say? Exactly. Like I said, it's going to play out. So we'll see how it plays out. And you know what? What if you're right at the end of this and then everybody's just going to kind of have to eat it at that point. Right. But I do. I, I'm surprised because I did ask you whether you're rooting for it to happen or not. Uh, and I, I admit this 100 percent. Like I was saying, I really am a fan of my own opinion. And if I was that deep in with you, like how you are, that that fight's not going to happen. I'd be rooting every day that it didn't happen. Like I really would. I'm, because I just want to be not. right. I'm not. And I, I'm I, not. I respect that. I respect that. That you're I'm not rooting, not rooting for your opinion to be right. And, um, you know, that, that's, you know, that's such the elephant in the room, that fight, man. But I've, uh, I've stood tall and, um, I literally, everything I say about that fight, man, is open. It's public knowledge. I've not said anything new. I've not said anything more, anything less. And, uh, my references are literally, um, you know, I go straight to the source. My literally, those references will be coming from Stephen himself in a Fight Hub video, damn near interviews and chicken talk, or someone whom I've seen on YouTube and trust them. I'll, I'll go there, or the f- actual fighters themselves. But before even summer even rolled around, man, like 
April 17th, 2022, or not even April 16th, night of Spence Ugas. That's when I dropped that dime on us. So uh, it is what it is, man. You know, I hope we, I hope we get it, but um, my gut feeling uh, has always been Terrence was going to come to the table pretty messed up and that's what he's done thus far. So, and then, and if you want to put any blame on Errol, I, I challenge anyone to, to uh, think that's him and, and prove me wrong on that. I don't think it's him not at all, at all, at all. What's good, but, uh, uh, Broadway? Bro, Would you ever find that you have an opinion and then you 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 went so hard on it that you just kind of had to root for it? Do you ever get to that position? Uh, I, maybe in the past I have. Not necessarily. I I can't think of a YouTube opinion. But but uh, oh, you. I, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Uh, and <laughs> sure. this one, you 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 may it, it, uh may not care because you don't care about the sanctioned bodies, but. I was arguing pretty hard that Teofimo is undisputed. Back when mm. that was- yeah, back when we first met. I remember that. And the thing is with me is I, if you wanted to get technical, like down to the meat bones, I knew he wasn't undisputed, but I argued so hard he was. because <laughs> You got to stay with it. No, 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 that. Well, that. And I just felt like, all right. How, there's clearly a dispute, right, as to if he, if he's undisputed or undisputed. And my argument was always, okay, well, let, let's, like, if we took this to a, a court and the judge was like, all right, you present your evidence and you present your evidence, Devin Haney, like, uh, uh, Teofimo would be like, this this is my proof that I'm undisputed. I, be, I beat Comey, and then after that, I beat Loma. And then Haney's argument would be well i was the wbc interim champ and then you know so then you know uh vasil lomachenko he became the franchise champion and although the wbc president says that that title is worth more than my belt i was elevated to regular champions and that's you know and i found out through an email so that's how i became champion it's like all right well the dispute if if, if, of what it is is there the dispute is on Devin Haney's side. This guy beat Lomachenko, a two-time gold medalist, a three-time division champion. You happen to fight, be a WBC interim belt, and then the president of your organization is not saying you're a champion. It's saying that Teofimo's the undisputed. So my my position was always, who the fuck did Devin Haney beat to become champion? And obviously, Teofimo beat a better fighter to get that belt. So that's why I was always arguing undisputed that he was undisputed. And it got to the point where I was like, all right, technically, if there's a dispute, you can't be undisputed. But I was so in so deep that I really couldn't, like, you know, jump out. Yeah, and you know what the uh, the thing is, too? It's like it's punishing Teal for nothing that he did, right? Like saying, like, oh, no, well, you didn't really – it's about that they say he's on the line, right? And he does, he wins it, but they're saying, oh, no, no, you're not the actual champ because Devin Haney is. But it's like no fault of his own. Now, maybe Devin Haney is the actual champ. Okay, that's fine. But you split up the belts. I didn't make the rules. You made your own rules. And I just won the belt per your rules. That's why I hate all these belts. That's why I hate the whole sanctioning bodies because they do stupid stuff like this. And there's nothing ever clear. But, yeah, I'm kind of with you, too. I thought I, I always thought Tia was undisputed, too. But, you know, whatever happened, he lost to Cambosos, and that was it. That was a weird move, bro, because if you remember, when they were going to do the fight, they didn't they strip Haney apparently because of his injury 
Oh, he had surgery, right? That didn't that happen because he was supposed to fight on that um card Eddie Hearn had during the Super Bowl weekend. I guess he couldn't because he got injured, and they stripped him apparently. And they just I remember that the whole incident where they actually stripped him, and then Loma became the champ, and then they kind of stripped Loma the franchise. Like, what was that about? That was confusing because Haney was the interim belt. Then they stripped him, and then he got the belt back, which makes no sense. Like. You remember that around that time? Uh, I don't. I don't remember that. Uh, I don't, I don't remember a, a couple things I want to add is like an, this kind of what kind of what we're talking about and how you started it, Ezra. Is that look, man? When new information comes about, you should take it. You don't have to, you know, go against the grain all the time because, in my opinion, I think if you do, you're just stubborn. So just because like I had my mind fixated on one thing and then something happened or something, again, new information came about, I can change my mind. Anyone can change their mind. I think you should take that type of information. And as far as the belts go, I've always been saying this here as of late, they make it really difficult to find out who the best is and uh, if the best are even fighting the best. But other than that, love them. You know, it's the good, bad, ugly situation. I try to be consistent with that stuff. Yeah, it's going to say... Hang, hang on, like when people hate on the regular champs, look, man, they're the champions. That's just what, that's what it is. They're even the latest regular champions. That that's not the first class of like first time regular champions. Another thing is, dude, countless people have been elevated to full time champ. Keith Thurman did the same thing. Hell, Janabet just got fully elevated. I mean, just because email you get through an email, that doesn't like, I, like I, I wouldn't hold that against anybody, man. Especially if if you're the number one guy, even the number one B guy, i.e. two. So it is what it is, man. You know, like again, coming back to that consistency thing, got to be consistent with all of it. Like it's. I'll tell you, we're going to get know. complicated with the belts. If Tank and and Ryan actually does get made. The winner of that's going to have a very good claim to being the best guy at 135. And it'll be a guy that doesn't really have, uh, you know, Devin Haney has all the belts, like really, if you think about it. And I think the winner of that fight would have a really good claim to be the. I think that's just. No, that's fair. It is an opinion. But I'm saying, okay, if Tank and Ryan wins, right? Wouldn't you think, oh, that's probably, you know, they probably have the best win at 135 pounds, whoever wins that fight? I would think that. Uh, No, Tio still has the best win in. Uh, at 135. No, but he was not there no more. Uh, I understand yeah. that, but like out of those guys, who, literally Ryan and Tank, you know, since we put those guys on that kind of King Four stuff, pedestal type shit, like. But 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 yeah. Ezra, and then division, so he's no longer in the count. Yeah, he's not in the division. He's he left. Yo, Ezra, but Ryan has never been a champion, and Tank has been a champion at a lower weight. So it's like, I mean, Tank is very skillful. I like, give him that, but I don't think that because if Ryan beats him. He would have a good win, but if Gervonta beats Ryan, it's a good win, but it's not like a Lomachenko win because, bro, if we're being honest, Ryan really hasn't proved, like, he got the skills, but That's he fair. hasn't, like, he's been a champion. Now, if he did become a champion, like, at 130, we could say that because we know what he is, but it's just he's not really as proven as Lomachenko was, as these other guys that were. So would you say him. what's a better win than uh, Cambosos or Ryan right now? Uh, well, bro, Combosis was literally unified Lenu. I think. Oh, Combosis, it's Ryan. No, no, stop. It's Ryan. Well, 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 how is it Ryan though? Well, what? Yo, yo, what? What belt has Ryan had? No, See, I, I think. Ryan had? No, I think you both have. I think you both have a point. I think Polo makes an excellent point, and it's probably a point that people wouldn't expect Polo to make. But I think it's actually an excellent point, right? I think it's a point that 
Ryan Garcia really isn't. I, I All champions he aren't have, created equal, though. No, 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 but I'm saying he, he's not. He's not even a champion. Doesn't even have a belt. He he has good wins, and to me, he's been dominant to this point. But he doesn't have like that win, right? He doesn't have that Loma win. He doesn't have a, a win oh, at that level know. now. Yeah, and if you got Haney, right? Haney's beating Jojo Diaz. He beating Cambosos. Yeah, he be, he has Nari. two solid wins. Geronte Tank Davis doesn't. Well, what does Tank Davis have at one thirty five that you're like running home about? Rolly Romero. That's what I'm saying. Tank Davis, honestly, <laughs> if we're being honest, Tank Davis and and Ryan both really don't have big wins at one thirty five. I mean, if we're, who who at one thirty five were we like? Oh, damn, that's a great win for Tank. Nobody. Uh, Nobody. People are, people are raving about this Cruz fella now. <laughs> oh, I've got. You brought that up. Let, let me get to no, this. No, I, hey, hey. To be fair, that Cruz win actually might age well, Ezra. You were talking, about, bro. You just stopped a man that that hasn't been stopped. I think Cruz. Let me, but he's not proven though. That's let me get thing, to the. Like, let me get to the Cruz one. Let me tell you what the problem with Cruz is. First of all, he is man-made, one hundred percent man-made hype job. I'm going to say that whether oh, yeah. he proves to be better than Agreed. what I've seen, but he has done nothing to earn what he what he is being considered. Right? He beats Gamboa, who is an old washed fighter. Right? Washed, the same washed. Gamboa, the same Gamboa that went twelve. With yes, I know. He was washed. Just... He, he was washed against all of them. He he also goes a full decision with Vargas, a full twelve rounds or ten rounds with Vargas, a full full fight. With Vargas, right? Who's wash, wash, wash as well, wash, wash, and then he fights Eduardo Ramirez, who was good at 126 pounds, just moved up to 130, and looked because uh, looked okay at that point, right? Didn't look great, didn't look like oh okay, he looked small at 130, and then they pull him to 135 for God knows what reason. It doesn't make any sense. There's no explanation on that. They're like, oh yeah, that was a good move up for him. This is a good fight. No, no, no. And he looked tiny in there. He looked like he did not want to stay in there for any punches. He looked like he couldn't take anything, and he understood that. And as soon as he got touched, he went out, and it was to be expected. But it's a hype job what this guy is. And you know what bothers me? And I'm not a guy. That, I'm trying to be more positive for the fighters. I want to be more of a positive thing, but I'm going to say what bothers me about Esau Cruz is he has a tough fight with Tank, right, which really Tank hurts his hand, and that's the reason why it's tough. But then he says, he tells Ryan Garcia, no, I can't fight you, even though you're offering my biggest payday, right? Or my second biggest payday, I guess that, or equal to my biggest payday. That you, part. Say it you're again. Gonna, you're going to come to PBC. You're going to come to PBC, and you're, you're, I'm going to be the A-side. I'm going to make the calls, and that's what's going to happen now. And it's like, what the hell are you talking about? You're going to be the A-side to Ryan Garcia now? Because what? You had a, a, a semi-competitive fight because one judge screwed it up and said that you won the fight? No, no, no. That's it's it's nonsense. That's what I'm telling you. This guy is, is smoke and mirrors. That that everything they're doing with him, it's all could be explained. Every outcome for him that's positive could be explained. And I'm not gonna buy this whole hype job they're doing with this guy. It's obvious that they don't have a lot of faith in him because they're not putting him in there tough with anyone. Put him in against Michelle. Put him in Michelle. with anyone, anyone in that. Put him in with Roly. Put him in with anyone. I want to see it, but they won't do it. I want to see him with some Dominicans, man. Let let Dominicans get get that get that rub off, man. Get that get, beat that easy guy. Man. Yo, yo, but bro, Ezra. But then if he fights Roly, knocks him out, y'all just no. gonna say, oh, Roly. No, 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 no. Would, I would he, give him credit for being. I would say he'd be at least a guy that's a contender and actually proven in that weight class, right? Actually proven that he can be in that weight class. Actually could prove... Because I actually like some of the things Rolly showed with Tank. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I like some of the things nah, he showed in that fight. No, no, no. So, I, I think that's a hype job. That that was not... Tank... I no, no, definitely. Tank no, no, definitely. He's not good. 
I'm no, sorry. No, definitely. Yeah, no, he's, he's not good, man. He's uh, definitely, like, no, no. He's to... definitely, he's definitely a hype job. But at least he beat guys that actually weighed in the division or guys that were actually well, in their guys? prime. What guys? Every what, Yijin? Sparrow? Every, Sparrow? Every they, actually, they actually weigh in that weight division and they actually are in their fighting prime right now. But if you're telling me about point, Isar Isar Cruz is fighting guys that are washed, 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 or he's fighting 126 pounders. I mean, let's just be fair with it, right? If we're going to give, yeah. give, uh, tank fighting Leo Santa Cruz, who is actually a very good fighter, right? A proven right. level, but we take we're, credit we're away from him small. because he's small. Then let's take credit away from Isak Cruz for fighting 126 pounder at 135. Let's be consistent with it then. Yo, but I was gonna tell you. So you don't I think when he fought, you don't think when he fought Madaleno, that wasn't a good win. Madaleno was ranked, and Madaleno fucking almost went to that was, with the. I will say this: that's his most credible win. I'll give you that. That's his most credible win. I'll give you that. Yo, but I, I, think, I don't think he's a hype job. I think, I think Polo he's Polo Dan, bro. Let, let, let probably go. Let probably go. Uh, I didn't realize his resume was that weak until you just broke it down like that. That shit is crazy. Yo, it's insane. He, yeah, I, I really didn't realize that. And, and one thing that George Foreman used to always say is be careful of rating a guy high because he lost good. He always used to say that. And he said that about Razor Ruddick. He's, he said that about a few guys. If you're like, oh, no, that guy's a good fighter because he had a bunch of close fights. And uh, not that Cruz had a bunch of close fights. He just had one against Tank. He's like, those guys usually are just losers. And that that's yeah. pr- and then, honestly, he hasn't beaten anybody to really prove he's a winner. And then the one big fight he was in, he was in a close fight uh, where a guy broke his hand. Yeah, he's not gonna get credit for um I mean he gave Tank a fight, so we're gonna use that hand excuse. I'm just saying if it's that easy, shouldn't Tank rematch him and take the doubt or or should he fight Rose well, that's, when he well, knocks that's, out no, Rose? He got beat with he beat he got beat by a guy with one hand. Bro, 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 bro. If, to me, I don't care. What? It doesn't mean wrong, it doesn't affect me if it happens. I'm just saying if he's that easy, I think he's 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 uh no, he's I'll be honest good. with you. I'll be honest with you, Polo. I I think the money team is is smiling ear to ear that the that people they they have the uh general fans right like uh, casuals they think that's a competitive fight I think they're smiling ear to ear that they get to do that for number two and it's gonna be a lot of buzz behind it I I think they have no problem doing that maybe Tank doesn't want to do that because he probably knows like oh it's an easy fight for me and he wants like Ryan he wants uh one of those names but I think his promotion his managers are like. I love that. Yeah, let's make that happen again because they feel wait, wait, confident wait. Tank's going to win and they think that they could sell this to casual fans that it's a competitive fight, but it's not really a competitive fight. It's just that's the truth. It's not going to be a competitive fight. I'm Unless just saying, Tank breaks his hand again. I'm just saying he Tank just went and said that he should fight Roley, so I'm saying you're saying that he's confident, but I don't know if you're saying that if, if he's saying because it didn't sound like he was confident. That Bro, I'm not, I said his, pro, I said his promotion that. is. I I'm think he saying, wants Ryan. It's not com- I think that's I think, a, uh, I think that's a much easier fight because uh, Ryan, the, the mistakes Ryan leaves. But like like you said, we'll see what happens. I don't think the cruise rematch happens though. Who, yeah, who, I, don't, who, I don't think that it did, dude. Like at all, at who, all. Who would you pick, Ryan or or a cruise? Ryan. That's why. That's why I would play. But I'm just curious what Polo thinks. I, I'm sorry, but you guys are. I, I like Ryan, but bro, he leaves his chin in the air, and I, I've never seen like, bro. If he, I feel like if he gets pressured, I can see him folding. But I, I, I like Ryan because it's really hard to pick a winner because Ryan does a lot of mistakes. But then again, that speed. So I let me see him one more fight, 
and I'll say, but I think Cruz for now because Ryan hasn't really like. Yeah, the Fortuna win was you know, it was good, but I want to see him in there with another performance like that. I'll tell you right now, I don't think it's hard to pick. I think Ryan would win that fight, and I think he would win it handily. It's it's hard it's hard for for Polo to pick somebody who's more. He's picking the guy who's more. Stop it, Broadway! Stop that! Stop that! You, you come on, man! Broadway, Broadway! You're just trying to uh, so so that Fortuna loss doesn't it doesn't look bad that he lost to. I'm just saying, I like Ryan, but bro, he wasn't looking good in that to go fight and, and Luke Campbell. Like I even forget, you know, to go came to run. To go, bro, Luke come. Campbell dropped him, fam. Luke Campbell but dropped him. That, okay, but that one moment though, for some reason, how does that like that one moment, right? has somehow, like, made Ryan Garcia completely vulnerable, right? Just that one moment. But if you think about it, he's been dominant in all his performances, basically, right? He's been dominant in yeah, all his yeah, performances. Yeah. And yeah, even yeah. in that Polo's fight... right, but Ezra, Paul is right. Like, Ryan ain't fighting nobody. He ain't yeah, fighting nobody, and, and then he's looked bro. shaky, and he's been dropped, but... Okay, he I mean, has a... But I'll keep it though. a buck, though. I'll, he hasn't really looked shaky. That's not true, though. He got dropped but once. But I'll he keep it a buck, shaky. man. Go ahead. Okay, okay. I'll keep it a buck, though. Look, man. Dude's American. He can fight. He's fought all the styles. He's got real power. He's got a welterweight body right now. Um, he's being backed by Golden Boy and such. Um, but I think he can only fight a couple styles, which is coming forward. Uh, I, um, I told Polo he's the face of boxing. He's the and, future uh, face of boxing. Not yet, bro. not yet, but yes, in the future. Uh, I, I would say Shakur, but um, yeah. <laughs> no, cool, I, I think, With eight no, knockouts? I, nah. I, I think Shakur's on the way. I think both could, could have an argument. I really do. I, I, I do. I look at Shakur's numbers and look at like how it keeps increasing every time he fights. There is going to be a lot of buzz for Shakur as he, if he keeps winning. The face I, I do, of boxing, though? I think it could possibly. If he keeps winning and he's dominant, I think it really could. There's a, a possibility that, yes, he, is, he could be the face of boxing. He has to be dominant, though. And he would have to move to 135, and he would possibly have to get to 140 <laughs> and be a dominant like in those weight classes. But defensively, like a guy like that, he because Shakur, the way he fights and style, like people are going to get frustrated and they're going to want to see someone beat him. So that'll cause more a lot of people to watch him as well. That'll cause a lot of people to be like, "Oh, I want to see if someone can beat that style." That that it just you know it just depends how they promote him. But yeah, I think that I don't think that's crazy to say either by Clever. Go ahead, Clever. My bad. Oh, that was it. That oh, okay. Was it. Uh, just and then the old boy said what he said. But it's funny, man. When I think about Ryan right now, I mean, he's still not beating top top echelon guys right now. So. Work in progress with that guy. Well, wait, I mean, who, who's top Tuna, echelon, though? Who's well, top well, he's in, he's in, he's in, go ahead, Polo. Fortuna was a top 10 guy, so we can't add it. Like, I mean, Fortuna, that was a good win. It's just that was his first. Luke Campbell. No, that guy 10. was washed, wait, wait, dude. Bro, he was How washed. Was bro, he was washed. Was top 10. Listen, you were doing so good, man. Don't don't defend that. You were doing no, so no, good. I'm going I'm to I'm give – the thing is, Ryan needs to fight a contender. Was, I'm, I'm just saying, like, let's not – For sure. Tank's resume, I mean, Broly Romero, like, like, did you see his amateur record, fam? Uh, fucking got, like – Let's chill out because Luke Campbell it, at that time was not washed, and Fortuna. Let's see what happens because whatever he keeps fighting, and maybe he has a. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to say Fortuna's washed either. I think that that I think Fortuna that uh, was a top ten win though. He was ranked like dog just because he lost. Fortuna was just tough in with Jojo Diaz. Like I don't. I, I can't say he was washed. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, I, y'all talking about Dominicans, so I need to talk. <laughs> Avia Fortuna. The fight was at one forty, correct? Yes. Right. All right, yeah, so whoever. I have my, my inside sources. It was Fortuna who requested 140. He came into camp, 
you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say it anyways because I fuck with you, Ezra. He came into camp at 185 pounds. Dear God. So his trainer, Cole Sampson, and I, I'm giving you exclusives right now. I was like, yo, bro, the fight got to be at 140. Yo, he's not going to make 135. So that's why the fight is. So he came into camp out of shape. And then he looked soft, his belly, like, you're not going to tell me that he looked in shape. He wasn't six-packed up, came in out of shape. The fight was on 40 because Fortuna requested it. And uh, he got knocked out. And I, I, I'm not, like, it's not that Fortuna's a bad fighter. I don't think anybody here would say that. But, we're not, like, it clearly that wasn't the Fortuna that fought, you know, uh, I'm trying to think who he fought, you know, Cuellar. You know that that's not the same for Oh yeah. Okay, but, question but, but, I have though. So if he comes in in shape in that fight, right? Do you think that anything changes, right? Because he really just couldn't get past the distance and the power and the speed, and it kind of just reacted the way to go reacted, kind of reacted the way a lot of guys react to Ryan at this point, where where they get in there and they see the speed and the power, and he just kind of like ah, uh, kind of want nothing to do with that. So do you think anything changes if he's let's say he was he comes in in shape, one thirty five makes one thirty five. No. no, but he, no, but I, I would give him more. I would give uh, what's his name more credit because okay. like Polo said he's a top ten. He was a top ten lightweight at the time. He, he was, and, and like you said, Georgia fight was competitive. Georgia just edged it out. But like like I said, he should still whether or not you know because it's not really on him. We can say because one year like you know it could make a difference. But come on, bro, it's not gonna make like a huge with Georgia. He looked you know, but I with Georgia, Georgia was smaller. He could have, you know, he was open, more open to to hitting him. But Ryan, it was that reach and that speed that he couldn't get past through. So I would like to see Ryan against another top ten um, opponent that he could get in there with, like a JoJo. Or I always wanted to see that Lenares fight because that would have been, to, you know, the name. But at this point, Lenares, is, you know, yeah, yeah but years down. ago. How about you think of Mars fight? What do you think of Amner Mars fight? You think that's going backwards? I mean, we, we can no. talk about Mars, but no, yeah, that'd no. be terrible. I, I honestly Stop. wouldn't be surprised if Esau Cruz gets Mars next. I'll be honest with you, the way they match him up. But <laughs> no, yeah, he's uh, smart. No, yeah. Maris is just having fun, man. He, he was having yeah. Maris is trying to get yeah. He's just trying. I'm just saying, like a name like that. Like I wouldn't be surprised if fuck around and Leo uh, Santa Cruz versus Ryan <laughs> at one point. Oh, that would be that'd be a huge nah. difference. But uh, yeah, well, we go. Do anyone have faith that Tank versus Ryan is next? No. Uh, and I'll tell you why, because, well, first off, Leonard came in and, and told us, you know, dropped a nugget and said, that's next. I believe that. And I'm with that. And that's incorrigible. And that's very probable. The only way that happens, gentlemen, I've been saying this the last, this be the third stream. I've said it now, um, is if Oscar De La Hoya gives the green light and gives him the green light to come over to Showtime. Because if, if there's, if, there, if that's a no, then no, we're not getting that fight because, there's no co-promotional. There's no. There, there's no him going over there. No, like this is the big time now. And again, if Oscar gives the green light, yes. But if he says no, no. All this other stuff is fluff and bluffing and, and just talk, man. It you guys know how the, uh, pay-per-view goes. Come on now. What do you think, Frank? You think that uh, Garcia Ryan's and uh, Garcia tanks next? According to somebody, they're saying they have good sources. It's done already. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm more believing than not. The problem I have is that Delahoy just said, I'm waiting for Tank's promoters to call me. 
That and he, part, said that, he said that like this weekend. So the problem I have is it, it had so much momentum, right? And I never believed it was going to happen. But then when Ryan and Tank were going back and forth and Tank said, yeah. you agree to everything. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, I don't understand how this will happen, but maybe it could happen. But then Ryan, right? I mean, Delahoy right after says, I'm wait, he tweeted, I'm waiting for Tank's promoters to call me. And that right there just 100% confirmed that fight is not happening. There's no chance it's happening next. And we'll probably see December seventeenth. December seventeenth is his date, though. From December seventeenth, that's the date. I think he's coming back, and there's a money line. So I, I, I can see it happening. Who's and coming I back? Wanna... Tank. That's Tank's Friday, December seventeenth. Hmm. I, know I would. That. Uh, I, you would have to think. You guys, you guys got these dates, man. That's hilarious. I, I would. Uh, <laughs> I would have to think that Tank comes back, and it's not Ryan. Uh. It's Michelle Rivera or Isa Cruz. Yo, yo. Clever, it's December 17th. Watch when he gets announced it's December 17th. You'll be like, damn, you're right. It's going to be December 17th. Watch. For sure, man. For sure. Broadway, any news on Michelle Rivera and anything of being uh, tanked next? Is he in the I, running? Is there anything? I have not spoken to Michelle Rivera. I, me and him, I, like, we, I, I, that's, I want to say out of all the, like, top Dominicans, that's probably the one I have the least relationship with. Not that we, we have a problem with each other. It's just, like, you know, he, he, he's a gym rat, so, uh, like, <laughs> uh, getting him on the phone is a bit difficult. But as far as – uh, so, no, t- to answer your question, no, I have no info on him. But as far as Ryan Tank, I, I just have a tough – I'm a jaded boxing fan. I have a mm-hmm. tough time it wor- working out this easy and the fight happening so smooth, considering they're both on different networks. Now, if, if Golden Boy was – also on Showtime, along with PBC, I would be a lot more open-minded, especially the engagement they had back, that little back and forth they had on uh, on on Twitter. But just considering the 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 landscape of boxing and the cross the street bullshit, I don't see that happening. That I don't see that. I don't see Ryan Garcia leaves Golden Boy. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it happening either. But let's see. I mean, I guess we got to see how it plays out. But I, the thing is, it was curious is that uh, I seen Jake Donovan say that, you know, the Munguia versus Ryder is supposed to be next, but the zone hasn't confirmed that they're going to pay for it, right? Um, so that's kind of interesting that if the zone's kind of like being a little tight with Golden Boy right now. So let's see how that plays out with that relationship. But I just can't think Golden Boy would do that to the zone. Would take Ryan out of there which is basically their only star and then um, hurt that relationship with the, basically the only network that wants to put them on TV. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't think I, I can see unless, that. Unless, you know, it, unless he can convince them that, hey, this is a risk, you know, a reward. high I reward. Yeah. You know? He knocks this guy. Let's say he knocks out Ryan, uh, Javante Davis, like knocks him out cold, which he has the ability to. Now he brings him back to the zone as a super duper star. So, you know, there is a risk, but honestly, like taking a, ga- a gamble that good is is not not a bad idea. I, I really don't know if Ryan doesn't get this fight. I don't know who he fights. I can't think of any names. I can't think of because remember, Joseph Diaz and Cepeda are fighting each other already. Yeah. So I don't I don't know who they can match him up with in December. That would make sense Max- if it's not Tank. Oh no, Maxi Hughes got a fight already. Maxi Hughes got a yeah. fight. That's what I'm saying. He really doesn't no, have any no, other no. options. Don't get name, bro. I gotta look at the rankings, but bro, he'll fight another like actual. He'll be a good opponent. Like I think his momentum is back, so I think he'll fight another like deep, top ten opponent. 
Go get somebody, bro. I don't know where. Like, will it, I, will it be I, at I a buck forty? He's not gonna fight. He, it'll be at a buck forty. He won't fight a guy that's one hundred forty pounds. He's gonna fight a one thirty fiver and bring him up to one forty. So what if he fight? What if he fight Sander Martin? He's bro, not gonna fight Sander Martin. That's what everybody's saying. He's not gonna fight Sander Martin. That's bro, too bro, dangerous to fight. Bro, stop that. You're you're you're. Can he be, uh, Martin uh, I like I like Chris. Come on, bro. Stop uh, that. Right, 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 right. Well, bro, I like Martin, but nah. If Ryan catches that, they'll not come out. Like I high think, risk. Low reward though. But no, no one bro. knows who Sander Martin is. Like no one, he beat Mike Garcia. No one even knows that. So they're not gonna put him in there. Like if he wins that fight, it really does nothing do for mean? him. What do, you, what do you mean? Ever since he beat Mike Garcia, have you seen the numbers he does when he fought uh, on the zone in that stand card? He Wait, got name. I'm no one knows saying, the numbers. Like, like, no one knows the zone. Well, I was gonna like, say, what numbers are you talking about? No, I'm how about Richard Coleman? Coleman, I think the top rank's gonna keep him. They're gonna do something with him. Maybe Barbosa. I think they'll keep him. Uh, no, nah, no, nah, he'll fight at one forty, guy. And people are gonna move the goalposts and say, "No, nah, I think, I think he'll get a good name at one forty. What? I don't know. Who's breathing hard? Yo, who keeps breathing hard as fuck? <laughs> That's clever. <laughs> Man, you about, to, you about to have a Sarah <laughs> J or some shit right there. There is a fight we got to get to, um, and I, we have Broadway here, we have Polo here. And that is, let me pull the right picture. That is Santos Damn. versus um, Ryo. <laughs> Why don't you show the one where he knocked out his tooth? I, oh, that this, is the, this is the first picture I come up with, but Yo, this oh. is right here. <laughs> Did it really it, not- wait, wait, first of all, Broadway, is it is Dos Santos or Los Santos? De Los Santos. De Los Santos. Oh, that's even more confusing. Yeah. But okay, but Santos gets a massive upset against Ryo. Um, stops him. Mm. You think it's massive? No, nah, it's, it's massive. not massive. It's not main event uh, massive. It's an undercard it fight, you know? No, I, 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 I think it's massive. Right. I think no, you it's think massive. so? No, no, but here's the thing, though. A lot of people, Broadway, shout out to Broadway, shout out to He did his thing. He did call. That's why when I tell, like, you say, when I tell you this fight would happen, that's why you shouldn't be edge or be like, Oh no, there's no way he's gonna beat him because we just saw clearly nobody was really picking the Los Santos to win. Everybody thought Ryan, you know, it's because like bro, he was looking good. Like I think it's an upset, massive upset. I don't know because they were both content. Like like Ryo's not as proven as like say like if, if Tank or Haney or Tio or, or those guys like Lomachenko. If those guys lose to like tell you why this is a massive upset. Go ahead, Broadway. Go ahead. We we uh, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if Ezra's was on, but Steven Espinosa was on a space with us. We, I asked him, who is your biggest prospect that you are highest on? And obviously, he's going to say a PBC guy. And he said, man, I'm sure you guys are aware of Rayo Venezuela. This was like on a Friday. He fights on Sunday, this, that, and the third. And I told him, yeah, he's getting knocked out this Sunday. And he just he knew who I was as far as the voice of Dominican boxing. He just kind of laughed at, oh, you know, we'll see, we'll see. I'm like, no, he's getting knocked out. So now you got the head of Showtime. His number one prospect just got wrecked, destroyed, spanked easily in three rounds. You don't think now he's going to be a little bit more focused? Who the fuck is this De Los Santos kid? 
Yeah, you I get think, what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's a, yeah, a I get perfect explanation of it because you got to think of what they were building with Ryle and the, the what people thought of Ryle. It's definitely a massive upset because no one knew who De Los Santos was besides really Broadway and whoever seen him on the Showtime card, right? But that's yeah. it. Like, no one was really familiar with him. No one was going in no. being like, oh, De Los Santos is a prospect. Honestly, I think he lost all everything. That, he, that was his chance was on that Showtime card. And he lost that fight. I think that was like, oh, crap. Like, this is a giant blow to you know, him being a prospect or Showtime taking him seriously. And this was just like an amazing opportunity that came about, that came about. But yeah, I think it is, I think it is a massive upset and it's going to change his whole career. Yep. I totally agree. Definitely. I, I'm like, like you said, the Los Angeles, I've seen him and I knew he had power, but just something just, I don't know, man, because his fight with Foster, he did not look good in the mistakes he's made. And I just thought like Ryan was, but it's credit to him. Hopefully the Los Angeles or something, man. I don't want to hear that. Oh, next fight he takes, he loses to somebody he's not supposed to, bro. So if you talk to him, make sure he takes advantage of it because I don't want to see him turn into Fortuna 2.0. <laughs> you, 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 you're just trying to throw a shot because you know you I can't say nothing about your Ryan. Hey, stop it. Stop it. Let me not bring Rodriguez and Dames and Stop it. Okay. Oh, oh, all right. How about this? How about this? How about this? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. We're about to I go like viral. Elvis. Stop one second. We're about to go viral. What? How much you want to bet? Look, Carlos Adam is Dominican. He's fighting Juan Montiel, who's Mexican. What do you want to bet? Bro, I'm not betting because Montiel has five <laughs> Oh. Listen, listen. Tell the okay. people. Okay. Listen, listen. If he's that, listen. Tell the people what Montiel's record is and who he's lost to. And that's what Adam is fighting. And tell the people that he lost to Patrick Tashera, a guy that was supposed to be a Miguel Cora okay. that got knocked okay. out by there Curtis. You go. There you go. He lost to Patrick Tashera. Who the fuck is Patrick Tashera? So let's make a bet. Bro, it don't got to be five losses. Just bet him five dollars, Polo. Just bet him five dollars. I bet you twenty. I bet you twenty. Bro. Nah, saying, just bet him five dollars. Nah, twenty, bro. I, no, no, hold on, I'm just saying, Montiel has five losses. Montiel I five got losses. Carlos Adames. I hold on, and this is recorded. I got Carlos Adames. I'm just saying, bro, bro. You're gonna celebrate. Montiel. Listen, you're gonna celebrate Adames beating Montiel. That that just shows you that that session's oh. low because, bro, of course oh. he should. Oh. Well, well, well you won't let me celebrate De Los Santos beating Rio. <laughs> I'm giving I you, bro. I'm giving you. Listen, I'm giving you full credit. That I'm saying it's just like okay, you pick me. I'm just you mean, like, giving him full credit. He he can it. <laughs> Oh, what, what is the next uh, potential uh, Dominican versus Mexican matchup? I mean, isn't this I, it? I'm, that would be one. That's one for sure. But I'm trying that's to think. One like, that's already set. When is that? When is that? I'm not Gutierrez. Uh, uh, Garcia, Hector Garcia. Who's he gonna fight next? What's his potential? No, uh, he's probably gonna fight Lamont Roach. But look, hold that's on. That's a tough fight. Uh, that's a damn tough fight. Michelle Rivera versus Isak Cruz, or 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 De Los Santos versus Isak Cruz is probably like. Something where that's probably next. That's probably next in in some way. Not maybe, maybe not next, but maybe in the near future. So there you go. Cruz versus uh, 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 Michelle Rivera. Who who would you lean towards? I think Michelle Rivera because of size. I think he got that jab, the the size, but he is a bit chinny though. That's that's one thing. But I think right now I will give the edge to Michelle Rivera because size. But man, if he ever gets dropped again. Or, or he shows that, you know, his chin is – then I would say Cruz. But I, right now, I would have to say Rivera because that reach, that jab. 
This is the most reasonable I've ever seen Polo be. What are you talking it's, about? It's, no, I'm just saying it's good. It's a compliment. It's a compliment. You're being hey, reasonable. Hey, hey, see, Broadway, see Broadway, Broadway be going overboard with like eating. <laughs> <laughs> next thing, no, next thing right. have you ever heard us? me unreasonably positive? Oh, on bro, bro, no, 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 I think I think no, it's the reasonable. You you talking? You, you said that that humble pie could be. could be to hey, hey, Next thing you know, he's gonna start saying George Arias could be Tyson Fury, man. Broadway is out of control. We gotta calm him down. <laughs> no, no, I'm not you, bro. I'm not you. I, I didn't pick Oscar Valdez to be Shakur Stevenson. Bro, that I said not... he had a chance. Listen, listen, fam, fam. I picked you, upset. Hey, hey, I got proof when I told people. You, you picked an upset. We're wrong. I picked an upset of this past Sunday, and I was right. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, bro, obviously, it happens. <laughs> that, that, listen, you got to be subscribed. You got to watch my videos. You got to learn, bro, and, and you will be making better picks. What Don't worry. About, bro, 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 bro. I, I, like, like I said, I've got plenty of picks, right, and you got it, and you got something wrong, so, so, so let's chill out for a little bit. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. I got I to bet. So you guys did this all wrong. Let's pick, like, eight fights, right? We'll pick eight fights. Broadway makes his choice, doesn't say anything. Polo will make his choice. He'll DM me. You guys both DM me. And we'll see who gets more right out of those eight fights. We'll pick eight fights. I'll pick them. And then that's what you guys bet on. You guys bet 20 bucks on that. You guys in on that? So that's yeah, who I'm gets done. Better I'm, right. done. I'm done. I'm down. Uh, why not? Why not expand it to everybody else in the panel? All right, if you guys want in too, that I mean, I'm just saying. No, no, let's Ooh. do it. Let's do it private. So we can <laughs> yeah, show because I because I feel like because I feel like Polo and you are both arguing on who makes better choices here as far as fights. So I, <laughs> well, I do well, kind of want to wrestle. Ryo and I. No, let's do it. Okay, okay. Like, 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 like I said, um, we could do it. But I, I, but I picked the fights though. I picked the fights you guys choose. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, well, then we got it. Deal but wait a minute. We'll wait, 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 I just want to make one thing clear. Uh, Polo mm-hmm. picked Ocampo to beat Fundora. I just no, want to say I, I, I said he has a chance. <laughs> no, I, I, said he has a chance. I, I said he has a chance. I said he has a chance. Hey, hey, like, like I said, bro. Wait. So, so what's, you your official, what's your official pick? Wait, wait, wait. But Polo, you did pick. Um, what was the one you picked? You picked uh, Soromasai versus Bam. You did pick. I, I did remember you saying yes, that. I did yeah, too. That was I did too. Yeah, I did too. I was, I did I was too. so wrong. No, but but you gotta understand so that Cesar was you know a puncher in a bit in the division like like that that's a, I don't want to say because like bro Cesar still had a pop and it showed that you know even though he was a bit older that that's like a pick because there's picks that you know like you could kind of see like where, where the fighter is or you could kind of see where okay you know who's gonna win because like but that was that fight where like he could have really lost but he showed up so. An example like Tyson Fury versus Dylan White, we know what was gonna happen. Like, like Tyson Fury was gonna knock. That's a fight where you know, like, ninety five percent, dude, it, it, how it went down. Did, That's didn't a you fight. pick Rolly? Hell no! Who the fuck? Fuck no! I never picked Rolly. Bro. Stop that. <laughs> yeah, I picked Rolly. No, I said Rolly. Frank, well, I wanted Rolly to win. Y'all, nah, y'all I just looking like y'all looking like Ryan Garcia. At the end of the nah, day, I just wanted him to win, dude. Yeah, I uh, mean, he was a funny guy. Like, like I, I said that he'll probably win some rounds and maybe make it look good. And, and boy, was I right? <laughs> Dude's biggest moment is a lot. Now you know what, man? <laughs> I, I just believed in his power. I thought his power was real, and it was going to be a problem for Tank Davis. But here's Ezra. the thing, though: you could lose the decision. But when... oh, damn, Polo, chill. Let me ask Ezra a question. This is his show. Um. So I, what do you think? My who I, you asked me about Michelle Rivera earlier. 
what do you think of my who I want to Michelle to fight next because they're both on the same timeline is Roly Romero. And if they make that tank Ryan fight, I want that to be on the undercard. I want one, I want to know what you think about the fight, and two, what do you think about my idea of that fight being on the undercard? So, the, I think that fight in the undercard is really good because I think one thing Michelle Rivera needs is more promotion. He needs more attention. And I think if he got a win against uh, Roly Romero, who, you know, is, of course, people are going to, he's going to draw attention, Roly. I think people are really interested to see, for some reason, people are really interested to see what Roly does. And uh, I think if Michelle Rivera beat him, that'd be perfect for his career. Now, uh, what was the first one? What was the first part again of that? The matchup versus Tink? No, no, no. Who, who would you favor in Michelle Rivera versus Roly? Oh, I, I favor Michelle Rivera. I favor him. I, I favor him. I think that if you can box, like I've seen uh, Roly get out boxed by Marinez, who Marinez looked all right too against um, uh, Frank Martin. He looked he looked all right in that fight. He looked capable. But I, I've seen him get out boxed, and I, I, I know what uh, Michelle Rivera could do and fight a distance. I think he would really frustrate Roly Romero. So I, I really bro, like bro, that matchup. Why are we waiting so Roly so high, man? This is low, like, bro. No, he's not. He's no, not rated high. Like, he's just kind of a name now. He's just kind of a name. It's not. He's rated so high. He's just kind of a name now. He just he made himself a name. Listen, he got a box with Jackson Marinas, and what happened to Jackson Marinas? His next fight. Yeah, he got smoked by Comey. He, did you watch the fight? Like, like he didn't really look good in that fight. How he looked against Rowley, he didn't look like that nowhere near. So I'm saying that 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 was a bad look on Rowley. That if he got a box. <laughs> Okay, well, Polo, did you ever think Mayorga was a, t- a top contender in in when he was fighting? At the after well, he lost, he, after he got um, outboxed by Spinks, would you ever think he was a top contender? I mean, bro, he came to fight like you could see he had. That's the thing. So that's like, that's exactly that's really he comes Rolly, to fight. But he does not, nah, bro. That's just he's nowhere near my like fan. Honestly, Mayorga is not, uh, was Mayorga never really a high level like... fighter. I'm mean, honestly, he he had a good matchup with Vernon Forrest, who Vernon Forrest, to, if we're being honest, wasn't really a proven guy either. He kind of had a good matchup against Shane Mosley, so it, it was that's why Mayorga was a name. He would no one would know who he was, and he got main events after main event after main event. He got pay per views with Felix Trinidad. He got pay per views with Vargas. He got pay per views yeah. with Delahoya. He was. You must never have stole proven. that take from me because I said that way back. Yeah, yeah. So he was never proven. He was never a proven guy. He was just was a name in the division. That's what Roly is. He's a name in the division. That's and what all I these guys probably too. want him. Is every, of course everybody wants him. That's why Broadway's correct. If they put him in with Roly, that it would be really a very good matchup for Michelle Rivera because it's a matchup that he should win and it's going to bring a lot of attention to his career. But Roly Romero, no one's saying like, oh, this guy's going to compete now. I did like some of the stuff he did versus Tank, but a lot of guys do good stuff early versus Tank. That's just the way Tank fights. But I'm just saying, though, that there was enough there to be like, okay, I want to see him fight someone else, credible, and he's yeah. a name now. That's it. That's all it is. <laughs> I'm just Probably. saying, like, the guy, the guy got knocked out. Let's remember that. Like, like we, if you went the distance, okay, maybe, but it's like, I feel like, like, like this point, Mike Michelle Rivera should fight like a, obviously, this, like a just so Corrales type of level, even though like we know what happened. Like, I feel like he maybe a, a the Lausanne, like something. A rival fight wouldn't have been bad. I think he should start fighting contenders like Roley. Uh, he's coming off a loss. Maybe later on, like we gotta see what what Roley had. Like, no, he has but, to climb but, back to. But Jezra Corrales brings no name value to Michelle Rivera. What do you no mean? He's a former yeah, zero. No, no, he brings oh, zero wait, name. But a, former, but, but a former world champion. I don't understand, man. Yeah, yeah that's you, what you guys have for this guy. You want Roley that got knocked out by by Tank just so Michelle Rivera. Yeah, but like, people actually like, know who Roley is. 
Well, bro, he's not going to do anything. He just beat Roley, bro. Ro- the same guy that got to give two years ago. He really doesn't Listen, do anything. For- Michelle Rivera is already on the cusp of getting a tank fight, right? He's already on the cusp of it. So, you know, he doesn't need another win to solidify, oh, to get that shot. What he needs is another win that's going to bring name value to him, right? That's going to say, I can now bring attention to this fight. That's yeah, what Roley offers. It's the name value. That's the, yeah, we're that's talking it. about name value. So, like, when Edgar Belanga takes his loss, he's still going to have a name and he'll be valued to an up and comer. Why were people still knocking out? Uh, guys that were on the contender show, right? Why was Peter Manfredi yeah, or, hey, or uh, um, Alfonso Gomez or Lance? Why were they still getting fights on HBO? K900. Yeah, because they had name later on. Exactly, because they had name value, because people could reference that show and be like, oh, I remember this guy and put him on there, right? Alfonso oh, yeah, Gomez was getting a bunch of opportunities, but yeah. why? Because he brought name value. So they would bring a guy in that's a prospect or maybe a, 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 a pro coming back that needs a tune up. And he fight this guy that has some kind of name value. He beats that guy, and that's all it is. That's what Roley is. Now, could Roley maybe surprise us? Maybe, possibly. He's considered a contender. Yeah, he just fought for the title. He just fought the, one of the number one guys in the division. So, yeah, he's a contender. It, it makes perfect sense to me to fight uh, Michelle Rivera. Makes perfect that's, sense what fight of, that's what I think of Blair Cobb now. That's Blair exactly. Cobb and Roley, the same team, the same exactly. dudes. Exactly. Blair Clubs has some, some uh, recognition. But, but he, well, of course, he beat Hooker, though. Like, that was a former world champion, and Hooker was fa- he was not favored in that fight. But I think Roley should fight him. Roley coming off a win, not coming off a loss, because, like, bro, like, that was a knockout. Bro, I feel like. Honestly, like, should... why does that matter, though? To be honest, well, though. Like, why does it matter coming... if a win or loss? So, if he won and beat, if Roley goes and beats a guy like Yidget or Sparrow again, are you going to be like, okay, that's the, I want to see this now? No, you well, know what I mean. So, so, wait, so, wait, so you should fight. Wait, you should fight another tough fight. That makes no sense. Like, like so. So you're gonna get credit. But well, what's the that. difference? So, for <laughs> what you're saying though, right, is because you want to see him coming momentum. off a win. But yeah, what momentum? Bro, if he beats another low level guy, there's no momentum. That's not. That's not the case. Polo, just, you, yeah, you're talking level? about the sport of boxing, and we're talking about the entertainment business part of boxing. Like and the sport even, is one thing. And then but the business even, entertainment is another. But even the sport of it, I don't understand what Roley beating a low-level guy makes him a better win. It doesn't. He's still the same level until he beats a guy that's at a – the only way he can go and increase is by beating a top contender or a, a champion, right? So if he fights Michelle Rivera, there's his chance. But him beating another Sparrow or the, it does nothing for Michelle Rivera – Oh, he just really coming off a win. It's, it's beating the low level guy is not like bro, 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 bro. I don't understand. Like, bro, they're not gonna make that fight coming off a loss. When have you Why? seen like because bro, it hasn't happened. When have you seen that? When 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 uh, what's the example that that Lewin guy lost against Charlo? Did he go and say, Oh, I'm gonna fight J- I'm gonna fight J Rock, I'm gonna fight Bro, Lara you acting like he's getting a title shot. Yeah, that's what I don't get. Like Michelle uh, Rivera is not a champion. You act like, oh, why? It's a disgrace. He would fight him coming off a loss. Like he's getting the title shot. He's fighting another top contender. That's it. Wait, wait, but 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 wait, Michael Michelle Rivera is close. Okay, to wait, 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 wait. What, what about okay? Well, wait, wait. What about uh, versus uh? What about Marines versus Comey? He was coming off a loss to Willie Romero. But that was a bro. That was a close. That was arguably a fight huh. that he won. But like, he still came off a loss though, right? He's still coming off a loss, though. But we can't compare it to a loss to someone getting knocked out. Like, come on. I'm just saying, oh, yeah, he should fight. I'm just saying, like, if I'm him, I'll fight another, try to get another former world champion in there or somebody, like, to get the name up. Even if it, 
I just don't think it makes a difference. And if the, I don't think really Romero thinks like that. I don't think he's thinking like, oh, I need to get a fight to get back in uh, that mentality. I think he thinks he, he called out Earl Spence. This dude is not thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm going to build myself back up. He's like, I want another top guy. And if they offer him Michelle Rivera, I think that's a good fight for Michelle Rivera. I think it's a good fight for him, honestly. Um. Broadway, okay, so what, what is Michelle Rivera's after he beats Rosie, yeah. though? Wait, wait, hang on. Let Clever go. Oh, uh, Broadway, you there? I got a question for you, bud. Yeah. Can you hear me? Because I'm kind of got some chopping. Yeah, we got you. Got you. I, I, got you. I, I, I'll, I'll answer before you ask me. Tank better stay away from Dominicans. But go ahead. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, brother. Um, yeah, because we're talking about Michelle Rivera so much. And then, uh, you know what? I remember that choppy interview you did with him. And I, w- I remember being surprised about his English and whatnot. But uh, that was one of your first interviews, kind of when we first, I don't want to say when we first met, kind of when I first started paying attention to your channel. But my question is, uh, when you did that interview with uh, Samson, what did you get from him, kind of like how he promotes his guys? Like, I know, you, you know, he promotes the top guy in a Benavidez or Fondora. You, you can clearly see his ascension right now. Uh, or just accelerating, but someone like Michelle Rivera, because there's so much talk about con- him fighting a contender and just a name. How, how what do you think? Like, um, again, the question is like, what did you get from how he promotes his guys? What I got from him, and and I don't want to talk bad about the guy, but you asked me the question, so it's oh, gonna come out. One more out thing, soon. one more thing, one more thing too, probably. Like, yeah, see, I know, like. Like you said, I don't want to say that, but just like you, since I've known you, you've always had a lot of questions for that guy. And I remember, remember that one day, this is probably 500 plus yeah, days ago. In. Yeah, he hopped in that yeah. one session. It was the first time he hopped in and like you got to speak with him. You were going at him. But yeah, go ahead, brother. Yeah, well, one thing is when I came at him with my idea, because he promotes a lot of Dominicans. I think I counted promotes seven he promotes de los santos who just got that win uh promotes i think seven or eight dominicans i could be wrong on the number but it was somewhere like a high number he's the the promoter with the most dominicans with the exception of dominican promoters themselves uh he seemed very close-minded to my ideas that i had for him as far as promoting dominicans and the way he came across like his promoting style is having good relationships where which he has a great relationship with Al Heyman, so putting his fighters on PBC events and putting his fighters on uh, in position. Basically, he's like, I put my fighter in position to, you know, to get a title shot, and you know, just off of the popularity of boxing, he'll gain uh, uh, he'll gain uh, popularity. That's kind of like the gauge I got from. I wish he was okay. a little bit more open-minded when I was giving him my suggestions, but you know he's been in the sport for a while. I, I can see him looking at me like some YouTuber trying to educate him. As I can see why he looked down on that, but I just wish he was a little bit more open-minded. You know, he's uh, he's an excellent talent scout. He's like one of the best talent scouts I've ever seen in boxing. If I'll be honest with you, he's one of the best talent scouts. He finds like the most hidden gems. I I agree with you 100 Broadway though. Like on his point of views of the matchups, and he's also if you let him talk enough, he gets himself in trouble. Like I think he says a lot of stuff that he's not supposed to say. Yeah. Or to me, he says a lot of things where I'm like, why did you say that? Like that doesn't make you look good. Like he went on there and said basically, oh well, the zone pays too much. And it's like, well, 
if you're trying to get fighters, right, and you're going to say that, oh, the zone pays too much. If I'm a fighter, I'm like, okay, well, they pay too much. Then I want to go to them. They pay more. Like, that's really well, what it made it seem like, oh, I'm going to, we're going to pay less, but that's because the zone pays too much. It's like, that's not a good argument. That's, Ezra, that's Ezra, my favorite one. Measure my favorite one. When they were asking, why didn't David Benavidez go to top rank and fight uh, Gabriel? Oh, my fighters don't go to the WBA, WBO route. And he's, he, there's a video. I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to tell you, if you believe in him today, it was easy work. When they asked him, what's the potential unification? The look on your face should tell you everything you need to know. It's like, damn, Ezra, you think this guy's not, but he didn't think that. He thought way differently. Like, his, his you know, his face was like, he was all, he, he was all laughing. And then when next, he got serious. Like, but and I was going to add one more thing. He's the one that, that had the, the guy that just fought Cruz. That, that's his promoter. So I'm saying, you know, who, whose idea was for him to go up and fight Cruz? Well, that's his promoter. So. Yeah, he. Better, I'm telling you, Ramirez better got a big payday for that fight. He better got a huge, massive payday for that. See, that fight. was yeah, that was like 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 why why did he go up and fight him? I thought it was a dumb match, but it's like either Zorito like they believe in him, or or I don't know what that was. Like, it had like, been a like massive Broadway payday. Said, like Broadway said, payday. he goes off the popularity. Like he did, he really think this guy was gonna be cruising? and maybe you know, like yo, that's the guy that'll box him. But it's like, yeah, it seems like I can see where he goes from that. That. He 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 throws it on based on like gets a fighter a big fight and if they win oh they win like Sergio Martinez is an example remember him how yeah, he got right, those, yeah. yeah like that hmm. yeah I don't so know. do we I... think um kind of more still of a question for Broadway do we think he's moving Michelle Rivera to that champ not championship but a title shot. I mean, he, he he has him in position. He's one of the names that are possibly going to fight Tang. So that's well, the Tank's, thing. Tang's just a regular champion, though. I mean, I that, mean, beat, if you beat Tank, you, you're in better position of getting a title shot. You get you get the regular huh. champion and the name. I want to and a payday. Well, you know, you you can get creative with it. If you beat Tank, you, you, you might be, you might be the you might be the guy at one thirty five. I mean, that's just the honest truth. Yo, yo, Broadway, an example. Look, look what he did with the Los Santos. You know, you probably, I'm pretty sure. Indeed, you know, Ezra. He, Indeed, he, he threw his name in the in the bucket for him to replace. So him getting the Los Santos, that was a Fortuna got like that too. No, when but he was that's what I'm saying. It, it, if if it's ironic because you know, like he's the promoter, but if you can promote yourself, uh, he'll put you in position. He'll put you in position to, to you know, to get money. It's just a matter of if do you know do you have enough uh, interest of what you do in the ring as well as you know whatever outside of the ring. You know, are you ca- as charismatic? But like that's why that Michelle Rivera they kind of gave him PBC gave him that Muhammad Ali stick. It's kind of like we kind of don't know how to promote you, although you speak English. You know what? You kind of look like Muhammad Ali. Let's cut your hair like him. Let's put you in these trunks and call you the Dominican Ali. And that they're trying to get creative with promoting him. But that was on PBC. Samson is just a guy that's going to put you in position. And if you win, he's going to keep putting you in position. He has relationship with, uh, with, with the sanctioned bodies and with Al Heyman and with Showtime. It's like he, he's con- well connected, but as far as promoting, he'll go on these talk shows. Like he went on my show, you know, talking about all these fighters. Uh, so, so like that. That's the way he went about it. it that's he goes on on the boxing voice often. 
and but as far as like getting creative, but to be fair, I don't want to be too hard on him. Not many other promoters right now really know how to promote. To be yeah, honest, it's true. And, it's and, true. And it's Broadway, a... what's up with covering? Does he not have a good because he doesn't go through the dirty BO route? And I did do some research. Holy he, shit, he don't... he's actually turned. Yeah, he don't. You don't fuck with top rank. Yeah, because think about it though. Like, okay, he's with PBC, right? He's well connected with them and everything like that. And look at Ryle needs a replacement fight, automatically goes to his guy. And it's a tough guy that he goes to. You know what I mean? Like that's because he he's does business with them consistently and they trust him and they trust that they, they trust that what he brings to the table. So why would he go anywhere else? He could bring all his guys up the correct route with good TV time, good opportunities, and yeah, he, I tell you, his best thing is he's a scout. He's the best scout in boxing. You, you, but you don't think him opening his doors would open to, I mean, like, like example, you know, San Fran of Mexico, they do business with every matchroom, Golden Boy, top rank, PBC. Sometimes, you don't think him. Sometimes you just, you, you find something you, that works, you just keep going with it. And he, he he's, you think so? He, yeah, if you have, it works. And it, 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 he's with a major promotion. And I think they're with a the major promotion and they're, they, they, they're doing, they, they, they treat his fighters right. They give them good opportunities. Why would you go anywhere else? It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, he's getting... and he's the biggest, the biggest entity. I, I like, I, I, they're bigger than top rank and they're bigger than match room to me. I don't know well, if they're bigger than top rank. PBC? But... Well, well, who, 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 who top rank got that they're putting on pay per view? That's the thing well, that they can't build. Top rank can't build stars, but they, they, I think they have the biggest uh, network deal, and it's by like a no, wide no, margin. No, no, no. Oh, okay, see, I wasn't debating that. I was debating as to. Who has the best stable? No, I no, no. Stable. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. You talking like, about financially? I mean, so Matchroom, I mean, Matchroom, bro, like, they have Joshua, Canelo, that, that Japanese guy, Triple G5. Like, you, you should see what, what their numbers are. So I'm saying, you talking Marauders, about Marauders, 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 What are you talking about, Doug? <laughs> what are you talking about? Wait, who is he with? He literally fought on the zone. With a Japanese was, uh, he's, he's with a Japanese promoter. I've seen him fight on the zone a couple of times. He's fought on no, the he zone. Fought, uh, he fought ESPN, too. He fought ESPN. Yeah, he fought, he fought Rob Brand, ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, yeah. What are those numbers, though, Polo, you're talking about? I'm talking about he does pay-per-view, whatever they got there. Joshua's not the pay-per-view. I'm just saying, Matchroom has Joshua Canel. I mean, that's pretty much... <laughs> Yeah, but I I, I, well, I get with uh I get what he's talking about. He's talking about, he's talking about oh, like major stable. promotion and like attention too. Like I agree, I, I, I get what you're saying. If you if you give if you name off Matchroom's top twenty roster and you name off top twenty roster of PBC, I guarantee you there's more pound for pound fighters, there's more champions on the PBC side. And that's not like, and I don't have a dog in a in the race. Like it's just uh, I have eyes. Like they got. Spence, they got Tank, they got the Charlo brothers, they got uh, uh, like Plant, you know, Fulton. they got Fulton, yeah, you, they got they got a lot of guys on that side. Brandon Figueroa, Ray Ray Vargas, yeah, there's a lot of guys from every division in on the PBC side. Every, every division, yeah, I think they I have mean, the best. I, 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 I say that loosely. I think they have oh, the no, best. No, no, no. Uh, they have the best American stable. I think that Top Rank has the best young, uh, like uh, prospects. I think the Top Rank has the best prospects, and I think Matchroom is, of course, just like the global brand. Like they're just gonna yeah, globally, they're the gonna thing. look to, to take over. Okay, yeah, and, I, I think they all have like obviously they're still because there's some like like some have guys in other divisions that the other ones don't. So I think I I don't really look into it, but I, I if you look at American probably PBC. 
because Matchroom is international, so they have fighters from all over that they have. With what Matchroom has kind of become is more just like American. Bo- Wait, hang on, Ezra. American boxing is international boxing. Like mm. everyone fights the American. No, yes. I'm yes. Even growing up, ranks the, the Nationals, the 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 Golden Gloves, and then do who you think they're fighting in all these tournaments. Yeah, but... No, I'm just saying, like uh, overall, gener- since we want to generalize, like that statement, I, I challenge that. Like what I'm saying American is boxing national- is. Is I'm saying like I know, I know have, what you mean too. They have events in Europe. They have events in and like if you look at PBC, they don't have any events in Europe. They're never gonna have events in Europe. They're never gonna have events in another country. That's not what they're focused on. They're focused on Amer- uh, uh, American audience. Top rank is mostly focused on American audience, with the exception if they can make a big fight somewhere else. But Matchroom is like they'll have fights in Italy, and I think that what Matchroom is really focusing on is they're trying to cut down on what they're paying and they're trying to build like grassroots in Mexico, trying to build grassroots in Australia, grassroots in, um, well, they already have, Europe is huge already for them. That's like yeah. their biggest market. But, what uh, was, this, uh, Spain, Dubai, Spain, yeah. what was the PBC fall schedule? Somebody kept telling me, oh, it's coming. The- it's I'm not, coming. it's still coming. Okay. But I think it's going to be strong. I mean, honestly, I think it's going to be really strong. I, 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 no, there's no... But the winner, November, December, November, December are gonna be fucking crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, we can't. That's we really can't complain. If, we really can't so complain about dark in September, right? If boxing goes dark from this point forward, I mean, you can't complain about this year. It's been one of the best years in boxing. So, like, even if boxing goes dark, no more fights going forward. This year, well, uh, you, this well, year solid. Fights. This year's already solid. Yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna say there's fights right now. Um, PBC doesn't have any events going on right now for the month of September, but there's fights going on right now. Like I don't think it's a, it's just uh, PBC doesn't have events right now. They will in October. But... No, no, they're gonna yeah, they're gonna announce them, and they're, it's gonna be solid. It's gonna be strong. But yeah, so I, yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, yeah, if you're Samson, I don't know why you would mess with what works. And he's got a lot of guys coming up. Like, look at Fundora. Yeah, Fundora. And he got, to, he got to bring Fundora along the way he wanted to. And then he but, got to bring him up when he wanted to. He got him against Gallimore, which a lot of people thought that that was a risky thing. And he was like, nah, he's ready. Look, he look, he has Fundora. He has Benavidez. He has De Los Santos is coming off a big win. This is a name, a Dominican prospect you guys need to watch out for. Uh, Luis Reynaldo Nunez. Uh, he he he's beaten I think three undefeated fighters in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's somebody else you got to look out for. That's on the Samson stable. Uh, the, he got guys. He got guys, and he's always good. He his biggest advantage is his connections and his uh, eye for talent. The, he has those two things, and he puts his fighters in position and hopes one of them, you know, can has the charisma or has the talent to captivate the audience's eye. Yeah. And he's pretty good at that. He's pretty good. And honestly too, like even if like you don't, maybe you don't have the charisma, but you're just skilled. He's going to put you in the best spots to, you know, keep winning and he might match you tough and everything, but at least you can get opportunities and you guys get opportunities from countries that usually, you know, that no one's really looking for their prospects or to build stars. So like, that's also where he's really good at. Like yeah, he's the guy he that discovered that Pacquiao. Right. He discovered Pacquiao. You know what I mean? Like, yo, it's fucking yo. I don't know how old he uh, Sergio was when he discovered him. Yo, but when Sergio burst on the scene, he was he was. I think he was like thirty two by the time like he was really you know. Yeah, yeah, he had turned into something. 
Yeah, and it's crazy. Like nobody would invest in a guy that old. But did Samson, you see him when he was like in his twenties? He was raw as hell. He didn't look like he would never be anything. He'd be like, "Oh no, this guy's way too raw." He fucking yeah, was he terrible. <laughs> yeah, got him a lineal middleweight championship. Yeah, that's, yeah this got, dude spots I, talent like crazy. Yeah, yeah, Golden Boy didn't want him, right? Wasn't he with Lou Bella? Because I remember Golden Boy didn't want him. Top Rank didn't want him, and he like Lou Bella had him, right? Yeah, he had Lou. Lou, he was with Lou. Yeah, loses promoter, but uh, Samson was his advisor. But Samson was the one who discovered him. That's why I'm giving him the credit. Yeah, he, oh he, hell he, yeah, he got him. Martinez didn't turn into anything until his late 30s. I mean, even like in his mid 30s, he lost to um, Kermit Cintron. Like, you know what I mean? Like he was that was a bullshit. It was a draw, no? Oh, draw or whatever. But I'm just saying he was, was compared to Kermit Cintron, and was he wasn't like. It took a little while for him to turn into what he turned into, though. That's why like, he's like my main argument when people say, like, oh, this is your prime. It's like these ages. It's like, dude, no, this dude was at his best in yeah, his late lost, 30s. Yeah, because he after he lost to Margarito, he went away. Like, he went to Spain and just fought there, and then he made, like, one fight here. He didn't look the best. I think his breakout was he beat Kelly Pavic. That's what his uh his breakout, because even in the fights before, he didn't well, look Paul well Williams, The first Paul yeah, Williams. No, fight. the no, first no, no, Paul no, was, Williams was Break it was out. after, but he had a draw. Oh no, no, they gave it to Paul Williams. They gave it to Paul Williams. It was a close fight. I thought Martinez won. Uh, actually, we actually rescored that fight. Remember, mm-hmm. as well? yeah, it we all had uh, uh, Martinez winning, but like it was a close enough decision where Paul getting the decision it was okay for Paul getting it. Yeah, wait, wait, so yeah. wait, him beating Kelly Perrin wasn't his grand He literally beat the no, 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 it was a huge, no, 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 it was a huge win, but when he fought Paul Williams like that and that performance like people knew he was legit like people knew he was there like he's a, he was a guy now a contender at the weight division and then he fought Paul Williams of course gets hurt going into the public fight so he replaces Paul Williams and then fights public and yes that's his biggest win I give you that but going into that fight the reason why that fight was interesting is because he had that fight with Paul Williams beforehand correct yeah then he went on that run then he went like you know fought a, yeah then he had a good run that he had after that, so yeah, he, he and he and what I liked about Sergio, and maybe I'm misremembering, but he was kind of active. Am I misremembering? No, he was super active. No, he was, no, active. No, he was super active. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he went. He was one of my personal favorite fighters back in, when I was in college. Him, Mikey Garcia, and Gary Russell. Those were three my three favorites back then. You know why he was probably active too? Is because he was late in his career, and they were like, "You're barely getting to the point where you can start making some money." We got to start cashing this out. So he was fighting. He was fighting a bunch of crazy contenders from all over the place. Fighting guys from like Australia, uh, England. Like he was fighting, yeah, he was fighting everyone. Like the, Bear, the Baker fight was made over Twitter. He's a guy called him out and said, "Hey, I'm with this guy over here." And he was like, "All right, let's hit up my promotion. Let's make it happen." Darren, Darren Barker, you mean? Like. Barker, Barker, yes. Darren Barker, yeah, yeah. Darren Barker. He fought a lot of guys. He fought that one guy that was from Ukraine. He did go on the street. Yeah, he and fought then, the the Zinzaruk. Yep, like yep, that. yep. Him. He fought. Um, man, I try to remember. Man, he fought. Basically, he fought like a lot of former world champions and uh, guys. Uh, yeah, no, he he was at he fought Macklin, Matthew Macklin, Matthew. Yeah. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, I actually got him in a Floyd. We're gonna fight at one time. I guess I used, was to, I, used to, I used to always talk about that too. I used to be like, I wonder if Floyd would fight him at one fifty four. I used no. to always hope that would happen. No, nah, he, he wouldn't. He wouldn't do that. It's too big, and, and, and I can't blame no. Floyd for that. No, no, I can't blame him for not taking that fight. But that would have been that would have been. I would have liked that matchup. I would have thought that would have been pretty. I, I would have picked Sergio just for size and and he was a slick southpaw who with, with power. I like it's just 
not because I think he's better than Floyd. I just think is you know there's really right. enough nothing in his favor. Yeah, nothing yeah. in his favor. Yeah. Yes. And then I, it seems like his not his prime, but it seems like that run he had after the like it lasted three years because after the Chavez Jr. fight, he didn't really look good against Mark. Oh, he Murray, was. He was ruined after Chavez Jr. That was it. Yeah. That that twelfth round cost him. Yeah, and, and that that was it. Do you think he should have fought Triple G? You think? Do you think they really wanted to fight Triple G? You think that they probably knew, like? No, nah, Lou, Lou explained it. He said that the money was in the Cotto, uh, the the Cotto fight, and then he said that they would have got past that, it would have fought Triple G, but that the money was in the Cotto fight. It wasn't in the Triple G fight. No, no, so but say that, say that say say he ended up like say he gets past Cotto, like in, in a. They say he would have fought Triple G. He said he would have fought Triple G because like, wouldn't have been nowhere else to go. So you really think that, you think that. Uh, so you think a Sergio Martinez like that would have fought? Uh, how about a prime Sergio Martinez versus prime Triple G? Where you going with that, Ezra? I think I, I think uh, I think Martinez pulls it out. Honestly, I think Martinez nah, pulls Triple it out. G stops him. Nah, Come on, bro, I, think, I think he pulls it nah, out. I think he, I should, Triple G has a problem with the movement. Honestly, I don't think he. I don't think he catches him. Nah. I, I really don't. You act like Triple G don't box. People, no, 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 no. he's very good. I'm not saying that Triple G, but I'm just saying he's a little bit slow with his foot speed. I mean, that's just be honest. He's just a little bit slow with his foot speed. He could, but remember, Martinez don't hit light either. He's not light. Yeah, Martinez Martinez could pop, bro. But he ain't stopped, bro. I'm telling you that jab and and if Triple G lands like, bro, Triple G ain't no Travis Junior. Triple G gets him right like that. He knocks him out. I got Triple. Yeah, but I think Chavez Jr. catches him because he, Chavez Jr. caught him to basically towards the end, like the end of his prime. I think his prime ended in the middle of that fight. I personally yeah, think Chavez that. Jr. was three times bigger than them. He was, was like, yeah. Say, also, one, Chavez Jr. One, was 198 pounds. Jeez, he was. Look at so, that fight. Watch, watch how big he is compared Chavez to Chavez Jr. Was a freak at middleweight, like an absolute freak at middleweight. And I think that people forget how scary he was at middleweight. Like when he knocked out, um, what's his name? Andy um, Lee. Andy Lee. Like that was. Insane because Andy Lee was like legit threat at that point, and he goes and just puts him to sleep. Like he was, I remember he was training at Wildcard. He was a freak of nature. Like the fact that he you made middleweight was like insane. Yeah, yeah, same training all the time. He, so you think was, no, I never, I never sparred him. No. Um, what did you hear? Did he hit hard? I'm mean, saying a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, he was big. He was, he was massive. He was massive. I'm telling you, he looked like like Latif Coyote trained at at Wildcard at the same time. He looked the same size as Latif Coyote. I swear he was humongous guy. It was like it was insane that he made middleweight. Uh, man, everybody, why do so many people disrespect Triple G? And, and you know, my favorite middleweight just since watching boxing was Kelly Pavlik. But I think Triple G stops Kelly. No, he no, no, stops Jermaine G Taylor. Stopped. Yeah, yeah, he no, stops Jermaine that. Taylor. He stops everybody, oh, not uh, Roy Jones. You know, Sergio no, Martinez was, was was very slick and smooth, and he could bang. He like he'll trade with you if necessary, and nah, if, I don't really want to trade with Triple G. Right, he'll knock it, you the fuck out. It's not the it's not disrespect for Triple G. It's more respect towards Martinez. I really it's, get because I'm really high, I'm no, really no. high on Triple G skill wise. Like I think ability wise, Triple G is one of the best. He just could never really prove it because he didn't have enough names at his time to fight. But yeah, Triple G is bad. Like he's one of the best. He is, okay, against okay. anyone, he's gonna be very but, tough. But, 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 but I, think, your, I, I have really high on Martinez. But I, I still. Pick though, I damn that is a tough fight. Though. It's a tough one. I, I, I'm a Sergio Martinez fan, so I'm gonna always be biased. But, but at, we're talking about middleweight though. What do you do at middleweight? No, Martinez always works at middleweight. 
Yeah, all yeah. Middleweight. yeah it's all, all in middleweight. His big wins was that middleweight. No, 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 no. He was at one fifty four. He caught a belt. No, no, yeah, one sixty. No, no, no. Was what his, was his uh, big win? His work was at middleweight. All his wins are at middleweight. Yeah, yeah all his wins are at middleweight. All his yeah, good wins are middleweight. Paul Williams. Paul Williams was at one fifty four, right? The first. No, no, no. First one, what? First no. one that was at middleweight. Oh, it was at middleweight. middleweight. It was yeah, at no, middleweight. No, no, the first one was at 154. Then they fought at middleweight. Oh, it was they? at middleweight. Yeah, was middleweight. Was Sergio was. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Kelly Pavlik, probably at middleweight. Kelly Pavlik pulled out to, to a staff injury, and then they stepped in. It was, it was at one. It was at 160, man. They, I think they both came in light, but the yeah, fight yeah. was middleweight. It, it's, it's at 160. It's at middleweight. And then when the second fight, they come in. At middleweight, but they it's a catch weight, it's 158 for the second one. So it's middleweight, but catch weight 158. There you go. Which is interesting. I wonder why they agreed. I wonder if, I guess Martinez had more pull at that time and made it 158. No, but one no. thing though, man, man, triple G, I feel like he was a I feel like he could have gotten the names, but then at one point when he started, you know, getting the Narati, I feel like he just got too comfortable. But that dude in his prime, I'm pretty sure a lot of people did not want to fight him. Could you imagine yeah, him Taylor? He'd Quillen they imagine, Bro, could you imagine him fighting Taylor, bro? He would have, oh, man, he would have did Taylor so bad. Because Jermaine, Jermaine Taylor still became a champion. Remember Broadway? And then he dropped yeah. the belt because of what happened? Bro, Triple G would have, oh, man, he would have done I that think, dude so bad. Jermaine Taylor. Jermaine Taylor was always chinny. Not, I don't, honestly... I honestly don't think he was chinny. I just think that he would get hit so clean. Yeah, bro. I think he... I think he got broken. I think Pavlik broke him, and then I think that, that from that point, maybe he was chinny after that point. But I think that at, at when he was in his best, I don't think he was chinny. I thought he was just very raw. He was just winning on really just physical ability. I didn't think he was ever hundred percent like the most technical or the most skilled. But he was just so like physically gifted. It was just like hard. Yeah, to I was beat. never that high on him. I mean, I think he just got caught Bernard at the right time, and he had a good win against Winky Wright. But other than that. Yeah, that Winky Wright fight is underrated. It's a damn good fight. I that thought Winky beat him. Actually, Winky Broadway, add that to the list. Add that to the list. That's wasn't a, that's that a wasn't that wasn't that wasn't that a draw, right? I don't... Uh, no, they gave it a. They, I thought they gave it a Jermaine. Look it up. I thought it was a draw. Look up Jermaine Taylor, or was that Corey Spanks? There was a fight that that Corey Spanks fought Taylor. Yeah, he he, he fought. I actually I thought Corey Spanks won that fight, but I, oh, he I'll, I'll, won take, that fight. I'll take that one to my grave, but. Yeah, look it up what they scored it because I remember. No, you're right. We could write to draw, and then they didn't do the rematch. I knew it. Yeah, so, they never did the, the crazy rematch. thing because I was talking to. Uh, I think Jabril was telling me about this. Is that Winky Wright turned down like millions of dollars for that rematch of that fight, and he turned down millions of dollars to fight De La Hoya. Turned down both those fights. Why? That's pretty crazy. Because I don't know. He was waiting for bigger paydays. I think he thought. Oh, he also turned down million dollars, millions of dollars to fight Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, but, also but that was that gonna down. be at a catchway, but that was at no. a catchway, wasn't it? Yeah, that, no, that was no, not a, I was at 147, not even a catchway. But uh, 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 Dan know. Rayfield used to always, anytime a person made a bad business decision, Call he, winky, right? he would say, Oh, that guy must have went to the Winky Wright School of Business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, he would, he would completely always bring that up how Winky Wright was a horrible business guy. Oh, I'll tell you who's pretty Probably. bad. Shane Mosley. Shane Mosley, yeah, was pretty bad. If you think everything that happens after De La Hoya makes zero sense. If you look at his career after De La Hoya, it makes zero sense. And he's a horrible. Okay, after De La Hoya, he goes back to fighting on HBO just 
un, just average like name contenders, not stars, not big names, and fights. He fights Vernon Forrest. Like who was looking at this and being like, "You just beat De La Hoya. Let's fight Vernon Forrest now." Who will give you no credit if you win? If you win this fight, no one's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, he beat Vernon well, Forrest," and he's gonna be very tough. And he's already worked you in the amateurs, and he's everything matchup wise that you wouldn't want to see: long, strong, big for the weight class, technical. And he does that disaster. Then he goes back, beats Elroy again. You know what he does? He fights Winky Wright, who no one wanted to fight at the time. And it, it wasn't a guy that it was tough. Everybody knew it was tough, but was not getting the opportunity. He gives that guy a fight. And not only does he do that, but he rematches them both twice and gets beat down both twice. But, but, but man, my, my guy wasn't one at all to smoke. Here's the thing. I got another one for you, Broadway. And not, not business. This guy probably made money, but legacy-wise, you know who they're going to say? He went to the school of Demetrius Andre. That's what oh, this man. is. That's the new. <laughs> that's what he was saying. He's made man. some weird decisions. Like, bro, honestly, he has money. I've never, I've never, and and like, I'll be honest. I've been watching boxing for a little bit. I never seen a, a case this bad, man. Like, I what, said that what? earlier. Yeah, <laughs> you said that. I've never seen listen, this. Listen, he Yo, has like, money, but he has no legacy. Thirty-four, and you never faced a former world champion, or or a guy who's became a world champion. Like after he lost you, nah, dog. Yeah, I get. No, I let me just say this, and I'll let you go, uh, Joe. It's just that he gets so much rep in the boxing community. People just always talking about him, say his name, and it's like, man, that's the weirdest shit I ever seen. Nah, what I meant weird is like, how the fuck you 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 a champion for so long in two divisions and beating absolute nobody? Like his legacy is trash. Bro, the guy he beat at one sixty. Oh, oh, hold on, Paul. Ty from Chicken Talk is a big Andre fan. I'm like, huge. How? <laughs> like, how could you be a fan of somebody who fights absolutely nobody his whole career? I'm just glad because I've been saying this like for forever and getting yelled at on all these spaces about it, and now everybody's on my side. Like everybody's saying what I'm saying. Will they come back and give me my credit? They'll no, of course not. But I, no, they exactly what credit, I said about you, you, you got your credit. It's just, it just it hurt it deep down to admit it. But here's the thing: what I understand, it's like, yeah, he had a good amateur, and they said, but bro, did you see it in his Olympic run? Like, bro, he did you see the way he lost? Like, bro, he got like in this Olympics, you know, obviously amateur, but they act like this guy was a gold medalist. Like, bro, he's not no Lomachenko. He ain't no Usyk. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't know where they see his because, like, bro, he's okay. I don't know, bro. He had a close fight with Van Marosian. Goes in there with Coca, like he's been looking pretty bad against like guys that you wouldn't even think. And then those guys fight like Triple G and Canelo leftovers, and they get knocked out of wash. So it's like, come on now, you he, see what happened to Leo? He hasn't Schmidt looked impressive. He hasn't looked impressive since 154 pounds. That's just the truth. Of it. Oh, he 154 pounds. He looked good. He looked good. He looked right good. But he hasn't looked good at 160. Yeah, I mean, he's nothing that wows you right at 160. That's just the truth of it. But no. I'm telling you right now, this is a guy that. Very short-sighted with his career. Now he has made money, though. That's not uh, he has made money. Like his own definitely paid him pretty well for the competition he was fighting. Um, but he's just short-sighted. He just does not look long-term ever when making a career choice. And, and you got to think if he was in any other division besides Canelo's division, you know, like that's his claim to fame. It'll always be Canelo. He'll always name was always be attached to Canelo Alvarez. Yeah, no, but I mean, at that's... some point, l- listen, at some point, if you can't get the fight you want, if I want, let's say I'm Andre, I can't get Canelo for whatever reason. I'm, he's ducking me or whatever. The money doesn't make sense. Whatever the reason is. Okay. 
you know what you start doing? You start picking off opponents that possibly could fight Canelo. You know what? I'm going to fight Charlo. You know what? I'm going to fight mm -hmm. Ben. You know what? I'm going to fight uh, Triple G or whoever. The you, know, you know, when the name comes to mind, Lennox Lewis was in that exact position. Nobody wanted Lennox. He was boring. Uh, he was European. And, uh, you know, Riddick Bowe dropped the belt. Lennox, from my memory, was in the same position. Uh, the uh, thing is, too, with, time, but yeah, got my bad. No, no, go ahead. Uh, with on with Andre too is like the thing is too because I, I even said this because I was like him having the belt at that point, and this is what I knew like the transition of the what the belts meant and what people the fighters that they didn't care about the belts, right? Really, is that he held the belt and no one seemed to care, right? No one seemed to want to take it from him. No one wants to want to challenge it for, for unified. No one cared about any of that, right? It just was whether if you're on the right side of the street or not. And I said this, and it, like everyone laughed at it. I said he should drop the belt and work his way up another um, belt, uh, one another sanctioning body, and become the mandatory again. And everybody was like, "That's the stupidest thing. He's never gonna do that. Why would you ever do that?" And you know what he just did? He dropped his belt and is working his way up to become a mandatory once again for another belt for an, another weight class. He's doing exactly what I said he should have did years uh, a few years ago. Because he was the belt meant nothing because he was on the wrong side and none of these guys could make anything happen. And no one really cared for that belt. No one really cared because he had it. He diminished the belt almost in a way because no one thought he was a big name. Yo, but and look, he becomes a free agent, right? And this motherfucker signs with Dimitri Salida. Yo, Dimitri said, I'm from New York City. Dimitri Salida is an absolute nobody in this city in terms of boxing promoting. I, I, I don't I can't tell you the last time I saw a poster or heard somebody that they go into a Dimitri Salida show. Michigan. I can't make one fighter besides Clarissa Shields that he promotes. He, so why the yeah. fuck would you sign with this guy? Because they well, maybe I'll remember boxer. Yo, yo, let me go, friend. And Broadway, you know okay. what's hilarious, bro? He's famous in Michigan because I've been out there. He does shows, but small. They're not. He has he has some shows on Showtime. He doesn't have a network deal, but he he finesses his way into like getting his fighters right. What I'm saying, and this is from what I heard, Broadway, the Zach Parker fight is not happening, which is hilarious, bro. From what I heard, and also the reason he went over there is because I bet you they promised him big paydays in the UK, and they got fighters in his division that he could probably fight as eliminators for the money he wants. That's what he's saying with them. What I'm saying. It is hilarious, bro. The the, the moves he makes, like he, yeah, he couldn't fight Callum Smith. He, he couldn't have fought those okay. guys, like 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 yeah, like the Canelo opponents. I feel like it. I don't know, man. It's ridiculous. And I'll give you a name that was kind of in a similar position, but like on the other side of the spectrum, Antonio Margarito. If you remember, Margarito was chasing the Floyd Mayweather fight. He couldn't get nobody to step in the ring with them. And then I think he did the pay per view with Kermit Citron. He won that, and he was—he really had no big names. He had to go fight Paul Williams and lost, you know. But yeah. he still bounced back, and then he ends up getting the big Cotto fight, you know. So these guys want to talk about Andrade, Andrade, but Margarito was in the same position, but he just went out and fought the fights. That's what Margarito said. I, I think honestly, if you hear everything like Steven Espinosa is saying, uh, I think honestly Andrade was like—I don't think he could go to Showtime. I think they have like—I honestly think they're still like in a. Um, court trial, like over some things with their um contract. So I don't, I, I like people are saying, well, sign with PBC. 
And I, I heard PBC, the rumor is PBC did make some kind of offer. We didn't see it, so I don't know what the money was. But I don't think he could fight on Showtime. I, I honestly think that that relationship is burnt. That bridge is burnt. I don't know if he could do that fight on uh, on Showtime. And Salida supposedly promised uh, Eubanks that fight obviously clearly didn't happen. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just think he was in a basically like a Bob Arum worked his magic. He cornered Andrade somehow with Janet Beck, who has no name, uh, no no real fan base besides myself, and um, I like and, and he yeah, yeah, and he yeah, yeah. besides me and Polo and um and, and they cornered Andrade and basically had him. You know, they took his belt from him without even having to fight him. Like it was crazy. Like honestly, Bob Arum and them sometimes like do some stuff where you're like, I just can't believe they pulled that off. And he you know, Ezra, but, took his belt from him. Oh, hold on, hold on. They, they, that's not something about him pulling it off. It's about uh, Andre not fighting his mandatory. That's yeah, all but, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, what yo, I'm saying, Ezra, though, Ezra, is that Ezra, he was Ezra. not cornered, though, before. He's got Ezra, cornered, Ezra. though. Go ahead. Ezra, I have a question, though. How come he fought Luke Keeler? Luke Keeler had no, had no fucking name. Jason oh. quickly lost to fucking Gabriel. Okay, but what you got to understand this. But you got to understand this, Polo. What was zone paying him to have those fights? And those guys are not, they don't have the name, but they also don't have the skill, right? But DAZN's paying million, a million dollar, million point five for him to have those fights, then of course he's going to take those fights, right? Because he's getting well, paid good the, versus those guys. He's not going to get paid good against Janabek. It's going to be under a million. So if he got 500,000 and Janabek had Luke Keeler's skills, I bet you he would have took in the fight. He would, he saw that Janabek. If he was what? Had, yes. If he had Luke Keeler and Jason Quigley's skills, and he, he would have taken the fight for five for five fifty. Well, yeah, of course, or, uh, because because the the risk was worth the reward at that point, right? Low risk, uh, good, uh, whatever payday, so whatever payday for him. But he was getting paid millions to fight those guys. Of course, he was going to fight those guys. That was the payday was right. But if he's not going to get paid in the millions to fight Jenna Beck, right? Who he would, I think acknowledges is a, a a good talent, a tough fight. Then he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to call that a duck because it just didn't make financial sense to him. The risk was so the, the reward wasn't there. So I think, that's, I think he just got screwed. I think he, I think then I think there's a chance that, like you said, you heard that's not going to happen. I heard Parker's. Uh, there was a report saying of Parker's possible opponents. None of them were Andrade. Well, um, if that doesn't happen, race, then though. he's just you know he's in a bad spot. If it doesn't happen, you he's have in a bad question, spot. Though, but but he pulled out the first time. You don't think? I mean, imagine, bro. They spent money on that. They won a first. Well, he he didn't, he didn't pull out. He got hurt, well, he and then out. no, no, no. He got hurt. He got hurt, and instead of delaying it, they had the right to just say, "No, we're going to take this opportunity from you," and that's what but, they but did. How do you know behind the closed? How do you know behind closed doors? He said, "You know what? I'm going to stay at 160 because here's the thing. What doesn't make sense is they canceled it, right? Whatever. If he didn't want to fight, then like a month later, he he's he's on video. You know, we know we saw it calling Chris Eubanks. So it's like, and in in the report, if you saw his injury, didn't it say that he connected him for six months or something? And stuff like that. So was that injury you think was it legit or what kind of injury? Because I thought somewhere I read that that he couldn't be training for like for a certain amount of months. So it's like, and now he's talking about doing a fight with, you know, Chris Eubank and then, you know, possibly fighting Jennebeck and now with Parker. It's like, you don't think they moved on because maybe he's going a different route, or do you think they probably do not do not want to do that because he has a history of pulling out. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what I don't like I said we only have rumors that it's not going to happen. If it doesn't happen then I don't know we'll have to see what it would happen there. I think he was legit hurt and they used that and said, "Okay, we're not going to wait for you. We're going to keep it moving along. You just defend against Janet Beck." Then they realized that he's going to uh, he's going to back away from the belt. Top Rank was okay with that and they they said, "Okay, try to make the Parker fight. We'll still honor it with the, within the sanctioning body rules." 
And if that fight doesn't happen, then he's, you know, he's really screwed. You don't have really any opponent and you basically almost like be forced into nothing and be forced into no moves, basically a retirement, honestly, because where else are you going to go? There's no, no direction for him anymore. He already gave up the belt. The belt's done. He's not going back in that middleweight belt again. He's not going to get that shot against Janet Beck again. So yeah, he's basically in a bad spot. He's in the worst possible spot he could possibly be in. I mean, that's yeah, honest, that's true. Go ahead, Clip. Hey, my bad. I actually started grocery shopping and whatnot, but just want to say peace and blessings to you guys. It was good chopping up boxing. You guys have a good day tomorrow, man. Copy good talking you. to you, Clev. Yeah, sure. yeah, but yeah, I think Andre's just in a bad spot. I mean, honestly, it's just, in, like you said, they're just bad career moves, I guess. I mean, he got paid, but just short-sighted. I think everything was just very short-sighted. But 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 but, but um, Joel brought up a point. He could have fought the guys like, bro, I'm pretty sure if Callum Smith would have took in that fight, but I'm I'm sure he probably looked at certain things and said, no, nah, I don't know, going up and weight fighting the dude. Like he could have really fought Kellen Smith or Caleb Plant if he really. But I don't know, if, you know, politics. But it's like I feel like I don't know, man. I just can't stand it's like like there's certain guys that maybe he doesn't want to fight or want to risk to get a payday. But that's the thing. Like, why don't you take up the opponents that that? I think honestly, a, a one that really hurt him was the Billy Joe Saunders fight, where Saunders ended up uh, pissing hot. But why didn't he do this? Why didn't he? But, but listen, why didn't he do this? You realize that he could have did, but what what he's doing right now a while ago, he could have went up, got the belt, defended it, then ended up fighting Bill, or or challenged to be Billy Joe's mandatory. No, no, no. And that that's what. That's what no, I said. Never, I said this. I said that. No, no. But I said this years ago. I said he should have did that. And then everybody was like, "No, he can't give up that belt because then he'll never fight me." You know that that belt is the reason why he could get all these fights. But it never came out. I knew it wasn't going to happen. I knew no I one was going to go out of their way to fight him. It just wasn't going to. Yeah, I have a question. But I have a question. I heard somewhere that I was reading that apparently that, that that was an option, but apparently he didn't want to move up like fully. Like he wanted to just move up to fight Billy Joe and move back down. His plan was to just fight. A name and just move back down. His plan was never to move up. You know that, right? But I don't like think he was. wasn't fighting Billy Joe at 167. They're fighting at 160. No, but I'm saying that that what he should have done was he should have defended his belt, right? Made his way into being Billy Joe's mandatory. So then at that point, he had, you know, it would have looked if Canelo didn't because Canelo did go on that run. So I'm saying that I read somewhere that apparently he never was planning to move up. What he just wanted to do was get that fight in there, get a name, and just move back down. So his plan was never to stay up there and unify anything. Just get We're, we're doing too much Andre talk, man. This dude is so irrelevant in boxing, man. Can we talk about somebody? Man, you just said it. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, like don't get say me it wrong. Again. Man, we, we talk in boxing, and we're going to talk every division and all that. But God damn, man, this dude is so irrelevant. Let's let's move on from I this. I got to be honest, though. I, we will move on for Andre. But one thing, though, he does get kind of like, you know, he does kind of make a name of himself in boxing. Like, you would think, you know, like he doesn't have a name, but everybody talks about him. Like, especially on boxing Twitter, everyone talks about him. Like, because he has a claim to fame. That's what I'm saying. Like, there isn't a week that goes by that I don't talk Andre. For a guy that's yeah. not a star. Well, I'm just saying, for a guy that's not a star, I talk about him more than I talk about, for sure, Tank. Talk about him more than I talk about Haney. <laughs> talk about him more than I talk about um, Usyk. Like, if for a guy that's not a star, I talk about him a lot. And yeah, because right. it's the, what do you I'll call that? Uh, the uh, It's like, it's the rap game, man. It's like, boxing is like the rap game. It's like who you're attached to, you know, well, what crew. It's, well, it's damn near similar. It's somewhat, it's somewhat working for him in a weird way. But okay, let's go. What's the next topic? What do you guys no, want to talk I, about? I just want to say this. You you remember Teofimo's last opponent, Pedro Campa? Mm-hmm. 
he's faced more former world champions. Than <laughs> I know, I see this. Like, like, that, that's that's <laughs> the type of level. Bro, Blair Cobbs, man, he beat Maurice Hooker. <laughs> yeah, he, Blair Cobbs, come on, man, like. <laughs> Dude is, is is it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Bro, I, and it's it's always somebody else's fault. It's always some, but it's never the guy's fault. So let's move on, bro. We, I, I try to explain this to people. And remember, you tried to, and you got you know people got in their feelings. But now they're seeing it. it's like, man, this this it, the the pudding was always there. Let's talk about uh, Madame Miss Janabek middleweight division, though, man. What what you guys think? Uh, um. Who do you guys think is going to run the middleweight division? I'm talking about the featherweight, but go ahead. Nah, what, what uh, is, as, you know, is as, whatever, is, whatever you guys want to talk about. But, um, I don't no, know. The middleweight division is, all right, go featherweight. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, bro. We're... Nah, man. The, yo, the featherweight division, man, it, one is a very deep division. And if these guys can, unfortunately, a lot of these guys are on different platforms, but if these guys get in the ring, man, it is straight fireworks from Navarrete. To Brandon Figueroa, to Mauricio Lara, to Luis Alberto Lopez, mm-hmm. to, uh, 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 you know, just this is guys there that just make fireworks if you just throw them in the ring together. And I really like the division. Uh, Stephen Fulton, he's at one twenty-two. I'm sure if he can't get the MJ fight or the Noe fight, he'll soon be moving up. I, this is one of my personal favorite divisions. It's not a division that gets talked about a lot for whatever reason, but there's a lot of good, entertaining fighters. Yeah, this is well, one of the things where I always talk about. Oh, go ahead, Frank. Go ahead. It, it's a historically great division. Um, you know, Barrera Morales. No, that was that that one twenty six. Barrera Morales yeah. was that one twenty two. What was one twenty six? They had. They were there though. Barrera Marcus. Yeah, it's always, so had, it's always had great talent. And the thing is that I always say is like if you want to if you're going to be new to boxing and you don't want to be frustrated with the business of boxing or frustrated with all the politics of it, pick a division like 126 because 126 no one makes enough money to where it's going to get in the way of a fight happening. And even mm-hmm. if like say you have a guy on one side of the street, he is not going to be your money maker. So you're not going to be like, I need this guy here. No, you'll be willing to send him off and take a chance and hopefully he wins and everything. So all the fights that you want are possibly going to get made if you like a division like 126. Like if we have, you have right now, you have uh, Lay Woods going to fight Marisha Laura, right? That's a great fight. That's a fantastic fight. You have Santa Cruz is going to fight Ray Vargas. Another great, fantastic fight. And you know what's going to happen? The winners going to fight each other because it's not that costly. It's not that much of a gamble from the networks. And that's a you're going to get great fights from that. Like I, it's fan, I love this weight division, and I love because it's not it's not too confusing. The business of it doesn't get involved too much, and it's vacant. Are you sure about the yo yo? I'm gonna tell you right this. That was the case years ago, Ezra. But I'm gonna tell you right now. That's not the case right now because, like an example. You think they would send a guy like Real Santa Cruz or Tyrant to fight Navarrete? Do you think they would take a, a gamble like that? I think that they, they they could make it happen in some way because, like I said, it's not a big gamble. It's not like a huge amount of money being having well, to well, spend well, to I do that. Well, have a question though, though. But listen, say Leo, and, and I'm pretty sure, bro, I like Leo, but he would not be Navarrete. Like, unless he comes on his day and they lose that fight, and he takes the belt. They just lost the belt in their network, and same with you know with. Navarrete, like, like it's just the politics. And also, you know, Lee Wood and Lara has a rematch clause, right? So if Lara wins, you, you do know that there's a rematch, right? Well, okay, so here's the thing, though. So 
that is per uh, the sanctioning bodies, right? Where they approve this deal to say, okay, these guys fight each other, and then the winners will face each other. So I don't think they, the rematch clause could get in the way of the winners fighting each other. Now, maybe they could come back to that, but it's a, it's per the sanctioning bodies, and it's per mandatories and all that stuff. I don't know if the rematch can get in the way. But either way, I don't care. Even if it does, I'll watch that fight again. No, all I'm, I'm, saying, is, yeah, I'm, just saying, all I'm saying is also, too, with Navarrete and Leo Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz is the A-side on that. So uh, he's not going to have to go fight Navarrete. And I know for sh- maybe Top Rank won't send Navarrete because they want him to fight mm-hmm. Shakur Stevenson. So they're holding no, off. No, they will send him. I think, I think they send him. I'm telling you, bro. Navarrete would go. Well, maybe. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't be surprised if I they send him think, because I'm think. saying the weight division, it it doesn't. Um, the, to me, the weight division doesn't. Um, it's not enough money in it where it's like, oh, no, we can't. Can't afford it or it's too risky. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's the yeah. perfect weight division. But I'm That's saying, what happened? What would happen to so say Ray and Leo fight this year, right? November, December, the winner, mm-hmm. you know, whoever wins that, and say Laura beats Wood, but now they would have to wait for the winner of Laura Wood to, to see because, like you said, it is in the and they agreed, but they also put a rematch cast. So now, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, I mean, they go wait or they could fight, fight mandatory. Yeah, that or fight uh, Max Isle or fight uh, Brandon Figueroa. I mean, either way, you're gonna get a good fight though. And I'm gonna give a sleeper name. That. I got exactly. a sleeper name. Okay. I got two of them, but my biggest sleeper is Robus C. Yeah. Ramirez. That's my sleeper. And then Brandon, I think one of those two guys are going to come out on top if we can get these fights because right now they're fantasy. So the one thing about Brandon is, and I, I like Brandon, but I just think that he was black, like Chavez. We're talking about Chavez Jr. at 160. I think. Brandon at 122 was insane because he was a humongous guy making that weight class and he was really effective because he was so big. Uh, compared to those guys, I think at 126, I don't know if he's going to be able to bully guys like how he has. I don't know if his style is going to be I think, as I effective. Think, I, I think Masayo could beat him. You know the Masayo. Yeah, I think Masayo would be a lot of trouble for him because he yeah, has yeah. natural strength, natural explosion. Ooh. But Rubiz Romero is going to be uh, Ramirez. Rubiz Ramirez is going to be very tough. I mean, that guy's—he looks That's like he's all the goods right there. Yeah. He, Looks like he could be the goods. I would love to see him fight Navarrete. You, you, you think so? I don't know, man. Frank, that's the one I'm going to – because I don't know, man. I've seen him, and he, he, the debut, his first fight, he didn't look so good. So that loss, you know, obviously it was first fight, but he got dropped and almost got stopped. So we'll see what happens. I got to see more of him against, like, the top contenders or, like, guys that were from because I, that, that debut, man, he, he almost got stopped. My, my my sleep my sleeper is Luis Alberto Venado Lopez. That dude, I really he's awkward. He throws punches from weird angles. He rolls with punches very well. Uh, he's very confident, and and he 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 hits hard. Like it, he was the one who exposed Gabriel Flores. He just coming off a knockout. I I I really think that. He's being overlooked. Is he as flashy or as entertaining as a Mauricio Lara? No, but you don't need to be. He, I really, really like the way he fights. You know what I'm going to say about him? Box. He's he the best of Rolly Romero. He's like the ultimate version of Rolly Romero. He's Rolly Romero. If Rolly Romero was actually a very good fighter, that's what that's well, I don't know, man. He, he, he can actually box, and he has decent footwork. So with him, He's awkward, but he can box and he has skills. So that's why when he fights Warrington, I like him a lot. I, I think, I think because that fight's gonna happen. I think. Yeah, him and Warrington, how, right? That's the rumor. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, December. But I'm saying I think he's gonna be Warrington to the point that this is a boy. I think he's gonna retire Warrington. I, I come on, Polo. I don't. I don't think he's gonna be that bad. But I do think he's gonna win. 
Ah, are you sure about that? I mean, bro, look at the Lara fight. If he had Charles with Lara and Vinaldo, oh, but, but like La- La- Lara's an aggressive power. Oh, but Vinaldo can punch I, I wouldn't say in that's, this angle. That's, I'm gonna tell you right now, one thing's gonna get stopped. Like, like this fight, bro, he's gonna get beat worse than he did with Lara. Why? Yeah, I think he's the weakest link. Like I, that's I, I, that's yeah. the weakest link. It doesn't it, make sense it, for Warren to make that fight, honestly. I, I don't well, he's that. a mandatory. No, bro, there's no way around it. Like, he has to fight. Yeah, like, he's literally... Fight. Yeah, and, and it's been a year already. Like, But, okay, so... Let's say if you're Warrington, right? And okay, you keep keep the belt. I for, for whatever you want to unify with someone, but you see, we already know that we went through what basically the tournament's going to happen with Laywood and all them. Why not just drop the belt and be like, "Hey, this is a tough fight. I'd rather just get another guy that's you know at least a bigger name or a lesser opponent." Like to me, like I don't know, that's a tough, that's a really tough fight to go into than just to keep your belt that you can't even unify with for a while. Like, I don't know. That's That seems tough to me. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a waste of time. Like, I like Warriors. I don't think – I think it's just, bro, it's just there's new talent. Like, at one point with Frampton, Valdez, and I forgot who the – I think Gary, he was, like, the top name because of the resume. And he, I liked him. He was – I just think, you know, obviously there's going to be new talent. And he, you know, obviously going to – they're pushing him out. What I think he should have done is he should have done that, that he vacated. And then, you know what we would have gotten? We would have gotten Lara versus Lopez for the vacant belt, but bro, he decided to keep the belt. So if I was him, I would have just waited to see, you know. But he, I guess he wants to keep his title, man. That would have been a firefight, Lopez versus Lara for the vacant belt. If you if you drop the belt, where do you go in the rankings? Could you be like re-ranked, or do you just have to fight again and earn your way back in? Like, can I drop the belt and be like number five or like number one? Yep, you could do that because he did that um, because they didn't let him unify with Zuka, remember? They didn't want to let that. So he dropped the belt, and then he fought Lara, and then he fought for the title. So you actually stay in the rankings. You're not going to be like the champ. You, you'll you just move a couple spots. So when you drop the belt, you stay in the top 10 still. See, what I might have done if I was him was drop the belt, let Lara and that guy fight each other, let them beat each other down. I'll fight the winner of that, who's probably going through hell to get that title. And then gives gives me a better chance to keep my title again. And then you could say that you know you guys like to say he's like five time world champion. He could be like, oh, I'm like three time world champion now because I dropped it and then when I got it back. That Tyson Fury technique, you know what I mean? Retire and then get all your belts back. That's what I would have done. You see how much more fun we're having talking about the featherweight division. I'm telling you, featherweight division is nice. I've been I've been trying to preach it. I'm telling you, people need to get in on these weight classes. It's deep. And, and, if you and if you like one if you like 108, like I, I imagine how much fun like uh Lord and and um J Bro have liking 108 pounds. Every dream fight they have is going to be made like on a Tuesday at 12 o'clock. It's amazing. <laughs> I don't know, man. I can, I like the small weights, but man, them dudes are smarter than me. And like, man, come on, I'm, I'm not going to wake up at three in the morning. <laughs> I was when I was when I was in fourth grade, I weighed 105. Let me tell you something right now. We're talking about a little small weights. The best fight of this weekend was in was that a what weight was that? Is that 108 pounds? 108. 108. Oh, yeah, that was my the fight. goodness. That fight was fantastic. That was a night. What was the name? Flores in um. Yeah, yeah Flores, can't it left such an impression that you forgot the I, name. I honestly, the guy's last name is so hard to pronounce, but I'm gonna remember it right He's now. I'm gonna South go Africa. find it right now. No, He's what was South Flores' Africa. first name? Hector, no, Hector, Hector Baby Boy Flores. It's Hector, it's Hector Baby Boy Flores. Oh, not that guy, the, the guy that won. Oh, he's from South Africa. It, but here's the thing what I was gonna tell you. The thing is, that fight was at night, though. When okay, you're at home, none. Relaxed. 
uh Nanshinga, I think his name is. Nanshinga, Nanshinga. yeah, Nanshinga. Nanshinga. Oh man, that was a great fight. Did you watch this, Jay? Uh, I mean, a Broadway. Yeah, I saw it. Dude, that was a great, fantastic fight. Uh, both guys deserve credit. I want to see both of them fight. Uh, continue, and I don't know. That was just—I stole it to me. Like it was just a surprise fight. A card that went under the radar, and I just thought that that stole the whole show. That was that was a great fight. Great pace. I call those guys like marathon punchers. Like they punch, Bro. and it's not over. They're never putting over too much on it. They're not ever putting too much speed on it. But like they could just punch like that the whole night, like twelve straight rounds, basically. Yeah, <laughs> he went to the <laughs> hospital. You know, you know the Nakshinga guy. He went to the hospital and he was throwing up. Like he had, he a, had, he had like... a stomach uh, flu going into that fight. Did he? I thought he was. Yeah, he had a more impressive. Yeah, he had a stomach flu going into that fight, and he kept that pace. It's as it was a great fight, and if anyone needs to watch that, it's on the zone. Look that up. That's on the uh, undercard for uh, uh, Francisco Estrada versus, versus um, Aggie Cortez. Aggie Cortez. Cortez. I didn't and, see the, the, the main okay. Name. I let him. me get uh, Aggie Cortez. Look him up, pay attention to him. He he gave an excellent effort for a fight that was supposed to be a tune up. Once again, uh, matchroom, not even their Mexicans can beat the Mexicans that they bring in for tune ups. And uh, it was a tough fight for Frisco Strada. Basically, took everything for him to get that win, to get that W, and uh, it just ended up being a really tough fight. And I think that they kind of dropped the ball not promoting Cortez after the end of the fight because he gave a great effort. And I want to see him continue to fight top guys and that the, the one of the deep, the deepest division of boxing, in my opinion, 115 pounds. So yeah, that was a great fight as well. Francisco pulls it out and is going to fight Chocolatito next. And I don't know. I don't think you'd leave that fight feeling super confident for Cisco. Uh, uh, Estrada beats Chocolatito in the third fight. Man, it's boxing. You think 115 is deeper than 140? I think 115 is the deepest. I As oh, far as like they... top level talent, it's the it's the best division in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I'm, talking about honest, I'm talking about depth. Yeah, depth. It's, it, is. Yeah. it is. It is. Depth, bro, is, depth gets a little crazy because 140 bro, has they, a lot of guys. Bro, they, they had three pound for pound guys under. They had Gallo. They had Yoka. They had, they had Tanaka. They had like. I think fucking, like uh, top level talent, 115 takes a cake. It's, it's, oh, it's, yeah, to me, it's, it's not, not close. even close. Yeah, because they had literally at one point, they had five guys that were in the pound for pounders in that division. I got to get into these little guys, man. And, and I do watch the big fights. Like, I did watch Chocolatico versus Estrada. I do watch the big fights, but I, I'll be honest with you. Anything under 118, I, 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 if I got to risk a virus to watch your fight, that's <laughs> not like, like I, I, I may not I may not watch. Yeah, yeah I watch just the made ones a... in the States, though, at, at night, though. That's the thing, bro, bro. I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to watch them at night when I'm at home in Casita. But at 3 or 5 in the morning, nah, bro, I'm good on that. I ain't watching some dudes in, in Japan or some dudes in Thai. Like, nah, I watch when it's in prime time <laughs> at night. And they just made that stacked card. Uh, I think it's going to be in Japan. And that's going to be, like, on Tuesday, like, early in the morning, so. Man, maybe, you know, it takes maybe. commitment. Might... It takes it, it takes an effort to be a fan of these lower weight divisions, and they you don't make it easy funny. for us. You know, it's funny. I'm actually gonna watch that fight because I Monday I work overnights, so meaning oh, I'll perfect. be up at five in the morning mm-hmm. when this fight's like when the main event happens. So I'll definitely check that out. You know it's, what? We need for Broadway. And Noe's fighting, right? Uh, no, that card no. isn't anyway. That card is um. Paul is gonna versus yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the WBC champ. I, I I knew about that fight for a while, man. I got a close source for that. I tried. I told Lord of uh, uh, in uh, 
people that were in the space. I don't know if Broadway was in there, but I told people about that Jeff, and I told them that about the undercard. The only one I didn't call was the um, Nakatee, uh, the 112 champion. I didn't know he was fighting on that card. Yeah, so it's a it's a stack card. Like I'm telling you, that that it's another one of those cards where like it doesn't take a lot of money to make these fights. So they they, they could basically the best guys are going to fight the best guys. That's just what's going to happen. That most likely will be on the zone. They're usually more entertaining than the fights where bigger guys are fighting. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, it's just zone. competitiveness. That might be on the zone because Kaguchi is with Matchroom. So I'm I'm probably gonna wrap it up soon, but I do want to leave it with this. And I don't know if people are appreciating this, but I'm a, I'm appreciating this a lot. These mid level these these main events where you have two mid level guys, and I mean mid level like mid the top ten or top twenty, right? So you had like Comey versus Pedraza. Mm-hmm. To me, excellent fight, very competitive. I was I really enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, about the 50-50 matchup as you can get. Then you do uh, Ruiz versus Ortiz once again 50-50 matchup makes a lot of sense. They're right next to each other. Competitive fight, entertaining. I want these to keep going. See, I think people are down on these. They're not giving them the respect they deserve. These mid-level fights or the mid-level talent in the division fight each other. Give me competitive fights. I don't care what they can't be the best guy in the division. I don't care about that. Give me these fights where they're going to be competitive, where I don't know going in who's going to win. I don't want to see these squash matches. I don't want, I, w- I want to see two guys fight where I'm like, hey, I don't yeah. know who's going to win this fight. I think this could be very entertaining. And that's what it's been. And uh, I'm going to give respect to it. Yeah. I I agree. Agree. No, go ahead, Frank. My bad. Oh, no. My barometer is always, uh, I try to tell my friends, you know, I'm not going to recommend bad fights to my friends because I don't want to turn them away. So uh, this last card with Estrada, I, rec- I got a recommendation and I recommended to friends and we just got new fans. Yeah, and, exactly. uh, you know, that to me, that's what it amounts to is is trying to win people over. So um, am I going to recommend Cambosos Haney too? Probably not. <laughs> but I'm going to recommend Alicia Bumgarner, Michaela Mayer. I'm going to be like, yo, if you want to see some boxing, these girls are going to get it in. And that's my barometer for yes. like what Easy's saying. Yeah. Even um, if it's mid-level guys, it, if it's entertaining, it's going to provide action. I'm going to say, hey, bro, if you want to see something, check it out. And that's yeah. Ezra, the, the, what, the reason you, you brought that up and the reason you're feeling like that itch hasn't been scratched is because back in the day, that was just a ESPN Friday Night Fights. Yeah, that's true. ESPN Friday Night Fights, they used to have Emmanuel Augustus, they, Delvin Rodriguez, Mickey Ward. Yeah, uh, a bunch of these names, like we're all familiar with these guys, but neither guy I mentioned is a Hall of Famer or a top was ever a top pound, and neither was a champion if either. So it's like, and we're we're familiar with these names, so I feel like that niche in boxing is missing. Some like I wish I, that's why I was loving the 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 ES, uh, NBC uh, Ring City. I thought that they were gonna fill that gap where it's like all right we got these kind of like mid-level guys who just fight each other and every now and then we'll have a prospect stepping his first time stepping up against a contender that like that's missing in boxing and and, and i'm glad you just pointed that out yeah and remember yeah. too like when you had hbo and showtime if, if you had like so say you had contenders fight each other right if one guy lost there was a good chance you never seen him on tv ever again 
like he just was it was just like oh damn well they only have two fights and they fight there's only like two fights a month so when is this guy gonna ever get tv time again he's got to work his way all the way back that's why what happened to winky Wright. honestly winky Wright came up short yeah. like twice yeah, and he yeah. never saw him on tv again he once had to go to france he had to go do all these things because but thank god for these network deals right where these guys basically put a fight on every weekend and you have to fill so many cards that it's almost impossible to be out of work as a fighter it really is it's almost impossible to be out of work as a fighter because and that's why i don't get is when these guys get these opportunities and they fight and they fight a guy and they're just okay losing a decision they're just going to survive and they make a boring fight and it's like hey if you make this entertaining you will get another opportunity there's just no doubt about it you're going to get another opportunity there so yeah i think the network deals is really benefiting us in that especially that that way Go ahead, Paul. Yeah. No, you're good. I was going to say, I thought um, Ring City usually has prospects too. They're not with like, if they're with like promoters or like, or say big, or they're trying to get like more dates. But I agree, we need something like that to get, you know, like more fill in to see like, you know, like guys that maybe they can't. Like, example, I've seen Charles Conwell was on. Conwell. There. Yeah, that's William, what I was thinking. So, yeah. William Cepeda was on there. Shaki Foster was on there. Like, you had guys that, uh, Rocky Hernandez, that just scored a knockout. Like, guys like that were, were, were on there. So, definitely we need Ring City. And I was going to ask you, this is out of, who are your top five heavyweights right now? Because because Luis Ortiz and Andy Reese were top ten, though. And I think Reese is top five right now. But who who is uh, your top five heavyweights? All right, I'll go first. Have- I got, uh, right now I have Fury, Usyk, Joshua, Wilder, and number five, Joyce. Number five stuff. I'm just thinking on top of my head right now. I would say Joyce, number five. I would. I would. I would have the same exact list. Uh, you, I, I got uh, the same. Well, Usyk number one. Uh, Tyson Fury number two. AJ number three. Uh, Philip Hergovich and probably Andy Ruiz. You got Wilder in there? No, hell no. He hasn't won a, Yeah, he hasn't won a fight in three years. Like I'm. So you got to get a man on your belt, bro. Bro, I have a question. How? How? I don't even think he should be tough. They're like he, he's coming off two knockout losses. He hasn't won a fight in three years. Like usually for other guys, they would be out of the list or they wouldn't even be ranked. Like I, I think he needs to earn his way up. Uh, and my sleeper is uh, Zilly Zhang. I just, I just want to see him fight again, man. I want to see him against all these guys. Most likely, he fights uh, Joshua pretty soon. But uh, I'll tell you my list: uh, Fury's number one, number two is Usyk, number three is, is Joshua, number four is um, Andy Ruiz, and number five is Parker. Okay, let me tell you something right now. You're, you're out of your mind if you have those guys over Wilder. Okay, I'm telling you right now. You can't blame Wilder for losing to the top guy in the division. Okay, if you want guys to fight tough guys, you can't punish them so bad for losing to the top guys. Okay, you wait, can't wait, put wait, no way you're going to put Andy Ruiz, right, who beat Ariola and an old Luis Ortiz, right, an old Luis Ortiz. You can't put him over Wilder. It's just not, it's not wait, possible. Wait. Doesn't make sense. But I have a question. Now, That's the same Ortiz that was literally winning both fights that won. No, it wasn't the same Ortiz. That's the best way you can phrase it. No, no, it I'm wasn't just the same saying, Ortiz. Saying, it's the same though. name. It's the same birth certificate. It's the same license, but it's not the same guy. Because but, that's but, a, that bro, guy was in his prime and this guy is it. This is any other divisions. Any other division, a guy loses the fight. Yeah, he lost to the best, but they're not going to be still top five. He hasn't won a fight. All these guys have, so, have okay. won 
if I do that logic, if I do that logic, then no, Dylan White should still oh. be top five because Dylan White oh. obviously is a loss. Dylan White was in my top Honestly, five. Yeah, 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 you're right. Out. Dylan White would should, should be borderline top five. You're right. You're 100% right about that. If Earl Spence and Crawford fight each other, right, and the guy, one guy's going to lose that fight, is he going to drop out your top five? Um, it, it, if he loses, no, I'm going by activity yes. too. No, no, activity no, no, no. Well, Wilder, yeah, Wilder's been fighting. I mean, he's been fighting. I mean, that's just that he just happened to fight the best guy three times in a row. He fought the wait, best wait, wait, guy three no, times no, in a row. Listen, listen, listen. Right I mean, if Andy Ruiz fought Fury three times in a row, he get beat down three times in a row. It's you can't blame the guy for we ask these guys to fight well, the best guys. You can't punish easy. them to find the best Nobody's guys. blaming them, but you gotta understand uh your last image of Walder. Yeah, he got knocked out by the best guy, but he also gave that guy hell too. He almost had that guy out almost a few times too. No, he was bludgeoned. No, he was bludgeoned the last two times bludgeoned. Like imagine a meat hammer coming okay. down and just did, bludgeoning. Did Fury, did Fury get dropped several times in that fight? Yeah, but how many yeah. rounds did Wilder yeah. win? How many rounds but in the three fights? It was a competitive fight. It was a competitive fight. No, no, no. We're not going to say that. Was, good. was it a fight of the year? How many if rounds, it's fight of the year, question. it's a competitive how fight. Rounds, how many rounds did Wilder win in that fight? In the third one? The third one and the second one. The second one, he didn't win many at all. The third one, he probably won, he won about three, maybe three rounds. <laughs> that's competitive fight to you out of two fights. Yeah, yeah you could be you could lose every round and be in a competitive fight. If let me ask you this thing. When, when was last time way. you when was the last time you some seen someone take that much of a beating and come back? Okay, well, first of all, that was a fight of the year. So I understand there was a beating, it was also a fight of the year. So which means it was a competitive fight. I, I, and also oh, he's fighting the best guy. So okay, wait, 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 wait. You guys have Joshua in there, right? He just lost to Usyk twice. But he didn't get beat down. We're talking okay, about a beat down. Why, what's like the definition? A well, what's the definition well, of beat down? So you get knocked bro, 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 down or you get schooled for 12 rounds? <laughs> when you get no, your no, soul cooking. Yeah, yeah, but listen, Joshua was unified. Joshua Dude, he was, was licking unified. the blood off of his back. What more do you want? Hey, listen, That's embarrassing. Hey, Joshua. No, hey, it's not Joshua embarrassing. He lost the best, one of the best guys in the world. He didn't lick the blood off his back. Listen, listen, Joshua has been active. Bro, listen, so after Wilder loses the fear, okay, it happened, right? He could have fought during the pandemic. He could have fought a, a fight, and I still, but he didn't fight anybody. And he fought Fury, lost, went in the layout. I'm saying Joshua lost to Usyk, and Joshua's going to fight in December and fight more times than Wilder. Watch. Okay, well, what is okay, – yeah, Parker, number five. What has he done to be over Wilder? Just, I'm just curious. Who, who, who has he beat that you're like, I need to put him over Wilder? Philip Hergovich over him. Come on, man. Yeah, come on. Wait, Parker, Parker's a former world champion. Wait, wait, wait. The same – is that the same Philip that arguably lost his fight? To a guy that everybody was saying, well, he was gonna knock we're not, out. Was we're gonna... not saying we're not saying Urgovich. Frank had Urgovich in his top five. We're saying that that shouldn't be, it shouldn't be in there. No, but no I'm no, saying no, Joseph no, Parker saying... shouldn't be should not be in the top five of Wilder. That's insane. That's insane. That's taking away no, too much credit no, 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 no. for Biden to be the top bro, 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 for losing bro. to a top guy. Bro, listen, oh. who did Parker's only lost to was Joshua was was four years ago. He's, I don't know, uh, Dylan White. After he's that, he's so, doing, he's you talking about the Parker that went to life and death with Trezora? Oh, or Wash Trezora? You talking about the guy that went life and death with him? He didn't go life and death. Jasora yes, he did. Jasora, he went life and death. Jasora, the first listen, one, he Jasora, went life and death with him. Tesora gave Usyk hell. Tesora gives a lot. So what of you're doing, out. you're rewarding a guy for fighting lesser competition. That's what you're doing. You're rewarding a guy because everything that we complain about in boxing, like, oh, this guy's protecting his record and everything, you guys are trying to reward 
And I'm saying, nah, you fight the top guy and you lose, but you were already a top guy at that point. You could not be oh, all the way off the list. That's the same thing as what they did with Canelo when they took him off the top 10 pound for pound because he lost to a no, top no, guy. No, that no, doesn't no. make he any moves, sense. Moves, no, no, he moves a couple spots. He's not that's he moves a, if, if Canelo, Exactly, he moves a couple spots. Moves, that's Wilder did. He moves a couple but, spots. But, but he, it's, it's, he's yeah, if those fights are competitive, 10. I could agree with you, but, but they were but, not but, competitive. Ezra, 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 I'm asking you Okay, was Canelo, <laughs> was Canelo the bold competitive? Was Canelo he didn't get, take a beat down, though. It's not like uh, he got I mean, splattered. He got, got school, though. Ezra, 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 Ezra. He wasn't he a stain. But if he loses again, he's going to probably be off the list. But I'm saying, yeah, Wilder, if he loses again, though, if he loses again. But Wilder is still top 10. He should even, bro, listen to this. Parker, all right. Parker has a better resume than Wilder. Let's go that. Why, why should Wilder be okay? Why, what what is best Parker's team? best win? What's Parker's best win? Wait, he beat Andy Reese. What's Wilder's best win? Why is Andy Reese a top win? Luis Ortiz twice. Yeah, why is Andy? No, I want to know why is Andy Reese a Luis, big win? Because he has to win over Joshua. Yeah, he beat Joshua and became okay, a fighter. But that's what happened in that? What happened in the second? Fight? What happened in the second fight? Yeah, what happened in the second fight? No, Joshua don't give me the bounce because he beat one guy and he was a late replacement. He didn't earn that title shot. So he beat one guy, and then what happened in the second fight? He got schooled. Listen, yeah, that happens. But wait, the late replacement? Who? Because they offered Ortiz a fight, and he turned it down. Okay, and then he fought Ariola, right? He fought Ariola, and he got dropped in that fight. And that was a competitive fight against Ariola that was not considered a top guy at that point. It was actually considered washed at that point, right? It was in a it was in a competitive fight. So what has he done to me, right? That says this is a legit. The Andrews is a legit top guy. Okay, over Wilder. Who solidified? Listen, he just got a win over a top guy in, in Ortiz. Okay, I will no, no, no. give you that. that you, think Ortiz, a... you think Ortiz is, a, is a notable 10. win? You think Ortiz he's is a notable win at heavyweight right now? He's a top, you think he's he's a top right 10. Now. Wait, he's top 10, isn't he? He's it's great. enough I'm to get saying... him a Wilder fight. So then yeah. you're knocking your own man. So then no, why is he going to yeah. fight Ruiz? Because they're on the it, same side Wilder... of the street. Because they're on the same side of the street. It's no, all politics. It's a politics. No, but you got to give them the same credit because they're both going to fight. So that's going to make your case look weak. If you no, knock it's not. Ruiz, no, it's not. Yes, it uh, is, no, it's because not. Because... you're not giving. You're saying Ruiz is not a good. Okay, I, I'm gonna say. So you're saying Ruiz is not uh, apparently a good win, but Luis, I mean, no, Ruiz, Ruiz is. is uh, no, Ruiz, Ruiz is, is a better is... win, bro. Listen, Ru- when is Ruiz Ortiz is a better win than Ortiz. He's a better win yes. than Ortiz in his prime. Ruiz, no, he's not. Yes, no, he's not. Well, wait, but Wilder's gonna fight Ruiz. Ruiz, so you're you're hurting your own case in the future. It's he not beats hurting Ruiz. anything. It's not hurting yes, anything. you are. You're waking him. If you're knocking Ruiz right now, you're gonna make Wilder's case look even weaker. No, no, because you're saying that I'm gonna give him all this credit for beating Ruiz. What I'm already saying is that he's gonna destroy Ruiz. First of all, that's a bad matchup for Ruiz. But then Ruiz ain't shit. He's nothing. Yeah, exactly. Really do much. Yeah, I don't need that. I don't need that. How does that look then? It don't look like nothing. Well, it looks like he beat the guy that he's supposed to beat. No, no, Israel, Israel, Israel. If he beats Reese, he gets full credit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you on this. Okay, what's Ortiz's best win? Ortiz's best win is Brian Jennings, I think. That okay, and and what's Reese's best win? Joshua. What happened? Well, he beat Charles Martin. We were seeing example. Would Jennings beat Joshua? Would who? Would Brian Jennings beat Joshua? No. Exactly. Reese has a better way. And listen, how many okay, times so, okay. he's going to fight? So here's the thing, and, I, I, and I've been consistent with this. Ruiz is only a good win because Joshua – see, it, it's almost like uh, fluffing Joshua's resume. You lose to a guy that you should have beat, 
right? You lose to a guy and then you go back and beat him. And somehow that's a notable win. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to play it like that. So what uh, I'm going to tell I, you I right now, for, listen, listen, Reese will beat a lot of guys. Stop saying it seems like you're kind of, I'm telling See, you, that's the thing. I think that's he could be thing. white. He could be white. He could be Parker. I think he'll be Parker. Why he'll though? Why, well, he fought Parker. He lost. So well, the, the, watch so, that fight. No, no, no. Listen, I mean, it's close. It's competitive, but he lost. It was, a, it was a close competitive fight that okay, he lost. We got it. We got it. Many people, but I'm saying, I'll give Parker. <laughs> Parker can box. And Parker went on to be, and like I'm saying, you got to give Reese. Reese is, a, is I think, a top five, top ten heavyweight. He's not a guy that, that, that just got there for a lucky shot. And okay, what do you have? What do you have Wilder at in your top ten? Uh, six. Okay, he's right there. He I would agree. just be on the sit. He'd be six. There you go. It's, it's, it's not, not, I'm not cracking it. But, but listen, pretty soon. <laughs> okay, he beats. Okay, he knocks out. He knocks out Helenus. Where do you, where's he at? If he knocks out Helenus, where's he at? Probably tough fight back again. Independent. Um, he top five probably most likely. What about you, Frank? Is Helenus top ten? Is is Helenus top ten though? Because oh, I don't, I don't know what the reason flip hold hold it over Wilder. They're better wins. Yeah. That, that is oh. true, though, because... because Orgovich is a better win than Wilder. No, Flip beating Zilly Zhang is a better win. Why? Well, who's Zhang beat to be to be a credible win? Because well, he has, a, to me... He was undefeated. He was top 10. I mean, what more do you need? What is Hellenius? Okay, wait, he's an Olympic medalist? He's an Olympic medalist? Because Wilder's an Olympic medalist. But we're talking about right now. You want to be recently biased. We're talking about right now. That is true. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying it. Because if they beat Wilder, that's a good win. Because obviously... But I'm saying... Zang is a better win than Ortiz, in my opinion, because look, he's undefeated, and you're gonna see Zang is gonna have a better Zang's, career than Ortiz. Zang's well, I mean, a better what's, win. What's, Zang's a better what's win Ortiz than Ortiz. Claim in my opinion, yes. What's Ortiz claim to flame? He was an outstanding amateur, zero nothing in the amateurs. That I, I looked him up, wasn't even nothing. He he was uh that guy that Klitschko knocked out, his sparring partner, and and that's his claim. What is Ortiz's claim to fame? He is a top ten. Here, I'll give you this. Ruiz has a win over Joshua. That's a better win than Ortiz. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Hundred percent. He beat Ortiz. Now I don't think Ortiz is the same Ortiz if Wilder fought. I think yeah, everyone yeah. knows that. Okay, bro. We we were not using no, that no, prime no. for prime. No, 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 but use that. I think no, we have to use that. I mean, context up. context matters, but right? Bro, I so, think Ruiz still beats him. Ortiz would not be able to hang, handle that speed. Like I think. Well, prime, I, I mean, and, 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 you know what's hilarious? That the Ruiz was coming off a layup and Ortiz was active. That makes okay, him more what's, like. What also is hilarious is that Ortiz is forty three years old, but and has zero legs. But George okay, Ford whatever. So if you wanna, like if you wanna argue Ruiz is above Wilder, then we can argue. <laughs> you could. I'm okay. I'll accept that. Whatever. We're not gonna put Orkovich over him. We're not gonna put Parker over him. We're not gonna do that because those that's a reach. There's just no way. Okay, you're but, not gonna. I, 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 okay, flip, 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 flip. Not right now because he's still like obviously. Okay. With Parker, Parker's a former world champion. Has been. Like you said, if Parker stops Joyce, he's an undefeated coming. Yeah, Olympic. if Parker beats we, Joyce, then yes, we could talk. If he beats Joyce, let's get there though first. Now, if Joyce beats Parker, how about what if, what if Joyce beats Parker though? Parker's a way better win than Hellenius by a long shot. I mean, when was the last time Wilder had a win? How many years has it been since he had an actual he, win? He's fought Tyson Fury three times in a row. No, When's the last yeah, time but, someone fought the level of competition Tyson Fury three times in a row? And but he didn't division? win. He but didn't win. He lost. But, matter, but you're punishing him for fighting the best guy. I'm wait, not wait, punishing. Wait. I'm punishing the way he lost. How Joshua, he got beat. Wait, 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 wait. Joshua, listen, 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 listen. Joshua fought Usyk and made it a – he won some rounds, made it a distance. He held his own. And, and, and like I'm telling you, I'm pretty and sure – And why, and why uh, didn't he get knocked out, though? But why didn't he get knocked out, though? 
But why did he get knocked out though? Because it was a competitive fight. But I'm saying, no, no, but bro, be, I'm because, is you, it because Usyk is undersized heavyweight? Except Fury. No, so you're trying to compare it because it's two different fighters right are fighting. No, but when he's listen, but listen, Wilder's listen, fighting listen, the biggest listen, heavyweight in the world right now. He's fighting the like, biggest. You're giving him credit for losing. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. If he's a competitor fighting, if okay, we're talking about Triple G, right? You want to talk about Triple G? We mentioned him earlier. Triple G's really best performance is a competitive. That he was competitive with Canelo. I mean, that's the, that's the honest truth. Is it the fact that he was competitive with Canelo and he lost in the second fight, but he was competitive in it? That's really like how we know how good he is. It's really just his competitiveness in the fight. It's not that he won the fight. You it's his so? competitiveness. Well, but, they look, no, but, but he they didn't look get like, left a stain no. like Wilder got left no, a stain. Well, I mean, that's heavyweight. Listen, He's fighting. He... What's the weight division? What's the weight gap there? It's a, what, like, You're a talking 50, about a dude 60? hasn't won in three years. What are you Who's he fighting in three years? Who did he fight in those three years? Because he got flattened. Because he got flattened. He's a stain. They had to pick him up and fix his head. He also has a draw with the best guy in the world. He also has a draw with the best heavyweight in the world. He also has a draw. Are you going to give credit for that? Bro, uh, you know what? That, that fight's coming. No, that fight's actually very. That fight's actually closer than what people remember. Broadway, Broadway. What do you? He would have lost it without the knockdown, but that's fine. Well, Ruiz would have lost this weekend without some knockdowns. If we're being honest, that's that's one hundred percent the truth. No, but you want to give credit to a guy that that hasn't won in three years. Yo, yo. Think about that. How long is three years? Three years is a long time. Think about all everything that everybody's done in three no, no, years. No, if you're fighting the, if you're Ezra, fighting Ezra, the, you the best fights? guy in the world, for, what do you mean? <laughs> round by Ezra, round. I was going to ask you, how do you score fights? Yo, 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 Ezra, you, if you look at the sheet and how many rounds of Wilder, Fury landed Wilder, you're saying you go round by round. You, you, you guys go up how many punches are landed. Power. Do you see the stats of Wilder versus Fury? That should tell you that wasn't a draw. The knockdowns, yeah, Wilder won the runs, you knocked them down. But look at the stats. Like, they weren't like, like you know, okay, but I'm so saying that Fury had remember, a case that he won that fight. He's going to have two 10-8 rounds. Remember that. He's going to have two 10-8 rounds in that fight. So if he the wins. The, the 10th and the 12th. Yes, he has two 10-8 rounds. I don't know if it was the 10th. I thought it was happened earlier than that, the first knockdown. But to say that, the 10th. No, round. it happened the 10th and the 12th. Okay, okay. So these, he has two 10-8 rounds in there. Just, I mean, just watch the fight again. It's, it's a competitive fight. There's no doubt about it. But I'm just saying right now is that I think... Add it to the list. I, I'm going to be honest with you. After Add round one, list, after round one, Fury really won. Hey, yo, I, man, I don't know if you want... Bro, listen. After round one, Fury arguably won every round until the 10th. You can give him your being you know, nice. You can say, okay, because it looked like Walter was putting it on because Fury, but even he outlanded him. So I'm saying well, you can make a case. I want you. Yeah, okay. Be, keep your schedule. Round, keep that, your schedule free when Broadway adds that fight to the thing. Keep your schedule free when Broadway adds that. I want you I on the you. thing. To do that, we're gonna do that one next. Okay, keep your schedule free. I want you on that one. This is gonna be <laughs> a counter. But Broadway, you're gonna count. Broadway, you're gonna count so many punches landed on the gloves, and you're gonna see how Fury. It's just literally beating him with the jab. Like, no, I, I'm a, I'm gonna laugh because like you'll I'm, see fight, you'll see I'm, I'm familiar about. with this fight because I saw it again when the third fight happened. So I know that that fight's super close. Now I'm not saying that Fury didn't win it, but I know that fight's super close. But I'll tell you right now, it, you guys are out of your mind if you're gonna try to tell me Parker is over Wilder. It's just not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. Okay, it's not gonna happen. I'm not gonna give credit for well, anybody that wins an activity over... gets over Wilder because okay, well, how many right champions now. did he be before? So, uh, yo, Fury? Did he, did he have a great resume? Did he have great wins before yo. that? Okay, he so fought I, the first guy okay, that was a step up and he lost. 
Well, I mean, Chisora, is Chisora a step up? Because he's not. That's not true. And and any honestly, if we're being honest, Parker's really only step up was Joshua, and he lost that fight. And then the other step up was White, and he lost that fight. So if we're really comparing it, and wait, he's wait, lost wait, 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 But Reese, but, but Reese wasn't a step up. Reese, I mean, I can no, say at the, Reese, actually, I at the point, it wasn't a step fight. up. Actually, Parker was a favorite in that fight. So it wasn't a step up, actually. Yeah, but, 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 but I mean, he did his – I was going to ask you, Ezra, you do realize that if Joyce beats Parker – that's a better one than Hellenius. And if Parker beats Joyce, yes, that's just a better win than Hellenius. Because because Hellenius already lost to Dylan White, to Sosora, and I think he lost yeah, no, no, to um, no. I, Washington. I 100% agree with that. But that's let's get to that point, though, right? They were talking now. We're not talking about what could possibly happen. Also, also, like, Wilder's coming off a long layoff. Do you expect him to fucking face Joshua in his first fight or Usyk in his first fight? Or do you expect him to take a fight that a guy that's not a bum, because I wouldn't consider Hellenius a bum, but he's also not, uh, you know, top five heavyweight. I, I'm okay well, with that choice of opponent. I, I, well, no, no, no. This is what you're doing. No, no, no. Let me answer. Let me answer. I think. I think he because you can't win. Because Wilder can't. No, no. Wilder can't win because he either he gets a win right, and it gets a nobody, and that doesn't count. Or he fights the best guy and he loses, and then that really knocks him down to the thing. And if he beats someone that's a nobody, then it's like, oh, he never stepped up, right? Well, well, and, I, I, and really, for Wilder, the only step up could be is Anthony Joshua, Usyk, or Fury, and he really can't get those fights even if he wanted to. No, no, no. So no, it's no, funny. No, so he's in a no-win situation if, if, with if, if, you. If you guys have like, like, hold on, Polo, hold on, Polo. I, I, no, no, no. I have a question. Though. I'm going to be honest with you. If you fought Charles Martin, say Charles Martin came off a win, he'll get – because, bro, we can't say that's a – well, Charles well Hellenius is, so is coming off two. Hellenius is coming off two vicious wins is against Kanaki. Is, is, is he? Yeah, give Is he a top ten? And Kanaki was undefeated. And Kanaki was undefeated. He could have. Um, I'm just going. I'm, right now? I'm literally actually just going by your guys' rules. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out where your guys' rules are because I feel like they adjust. Hell but no, Hergovic, Godzilla, Zhang. Okay. And uh, we just said Ruiz got Ortiz, which is a top ten. You want to say top ten? You want to talk about the top? I think uh, I think Wilder fights Parker. He beats him right now. That would have been a good if he fought Parker coming. He would have. Dev- I think he, he, can't, he, can't he, fight, he can't. He can't fight Parker. Parker's a boxer. He can't. He, this, this, it's not even possible. But honestly, if I'm be honest with you, a, uh, what, what's a better win? Honestly, if you're being honest, Kanaki or Trezora, what's a better win? Because I think they're dead even. I think that is like as much of a wash as you could possibly make it. Because you know what, Trezora's never beaten. He's never been a contender. He's never been a world champion. He's never been anyone of any note. Chisora has never been anyone of any wait, note. Wait, any wait, step so, up so, fight. So, so never been a contender. So wait, no, Chisora has never no. been a, a contender. Chisora has Didn't never been be, be a legit contender. Chisora has never been a legit wait, contender. Helenius. We wait, just said right now you weren't going to get. You just said you just said Helenius was a. You weren't going to give him credit for that. You just told me right now. You no, 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 no. Helenius, no. Helenius is top ten. Listen, Helenius is a top. It's not a top ten like First of all, ring. Okay, it's up, but he's I think he is rated in the WBA. He's a top twenty. Yeah, but Flip is top ten, and so is Ortiz. Where's but, okay, when, when you guys are saying top no, ten, but, but who's the rating these? A long layoff, bro. Like the ones that you're using, the ring ratings. No, I don't use ring rating. I hate ring magazine. I hate ring magazine. But do you want to have your own and hold that as a standard? Because we're talking about no, but we're talking about the wins. What's the what's the best win? I'm saying right now. Chizora so the best win, no, the best win right now level. is Ortiz. So you can Ruiz would be above Wilder because his best win will be better than Wilder's best win. So you got to stop that right there. Wait, who's the best Ruiz win? beating Ortiz is a better win than, than if Wilder beats Hellenius. So you have to put him above. No, no, no. Why would I have to do that when Wilder already beat okay. Ortiz twice? Uh, more in prime 
Ortiz. <laughs> so, the, so I, and, and he actually knocked him out cold. He didn't even have to go to decision. But, that, but, but you asked twice. me, and that's why I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Helenius, Ruiz beating Ortiz is a better win than Helenius. To be, to okay, be so fair, the now reason, we're just the doing reason, the latest Ezra, what you did Ezra, for me Ezra, lately. Ezra, Ezra, but to be honest, like, obviously, Helenius had that big win, but he's not a top 10 rating, TRB, whatever rating you I don't. He's a guy ranked in the sanction bodies because they need to fill, but bro. I saw this guy already lose. I seen. I saw him get yeah, knocked right. out. In I seen. Person, I seen Jojo. I seen well. Joseph Parker lose twice. I seen him lose twice. But not by knockout. Wait, wait, but bro, have you ever seen him like laid out cold, knocked out? I seen him it's in the, person it's by Harold. Same with division. I seen Lennox Lewis get knocked out by Hasim Rockman. Wait, wait, but Hasim Rockman yeah, is over a champion, bro. The Lennox oh, avenged those yo, losses. As Wilder, he got a chance and couldn't. All McCall had a panic attack. He literally flipped out. But Lennox avenged him, though, so can't. That's wrong, no. Yeah, no, 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 but Harold And Lennox avenged both of his losses. Is Wilder ever going to avenge his losses? Did Tyson ever avenge his loss to Buster Douglas? But that's not what we're talking about. He he said Lennox Lewis, and I just told him. No, no, but Lennox avenged his losses. Okay, but when Lennox lost, did he lose the best heavyweight in the world? Because that's what Wilder did. He lost the best heavyweight in the world. See, when Lennox lost, it wasn't the best heavyweight in the world. So we're saying but he avenged them. So but it don't matter. Avenged him. He shouldn't have lost in the first place. Yeah, you so then was never Wilder that should level. avenge his loss then if he's the best. Why? It's yeah, I didn't say he's the best. See, that's, that's not the argument. The argument is if he's top five. I never say he's the best. It's clear he's not the best. What you guys right. said was he... Okay. 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 Let's, the best. let's go. So, 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 so let's let Wilder get, let's let Wilder get a win and we'll see. Because the thing is, bro... Yeah, yeah let him get a win first. Say, you know, say like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. no, he ain't won in three years. When was his last win? Bro, let, four years? No, no, hold on, bro. Let let let, let Walder let Walder be hilarious and say he fights like a Parker or he'll, he'll eventually get a name. If he gets Andy Reese and beats him, then he's arguably top like three, no discussion. Because Reese is a former like if Wilder beats Reese, that's his name. That's the credit. Like he's a former which he that's gonna be yeah, a good okay. win. If, like if, I said, I have no argument. I have Parker no problem with like, you saying Ruiz is top five. I have no problem with it. Right. I have no problem with it. You can say Ruiz is top five. He's got the Joshua win. He beat an old Ortiz, but he beat Ortiz. I'll give you that. Um, but it, it just—I'm not gonna—we're not gonna say Parker is ahead of him. We're not gonna say Orgovich is ahead of him. It's just—it just—it just doesn't make sense. Okay, it's just. Well, they are. They're Ezra. active and they're in the top ten. Yeah, it's, it's, okay, Ezra, I agree. I see where. Ezra's okay, question, from. question. In this top ten, you're looking at go to ring. Where is Wilder and where's Orgovich? They have Wilder, I believe, at three or four. Exactly. So then, in the Orgovich. ring, what you guys are using. Wilder's even ahead in that one, and I'm not even using that, that that BS ranking, but you guys are using it, and Wilder's ahead of there. So you guys should just listen to the one you follow, the one you guys have been going off of what credible wins and what isn't. Wilder's number three. They're telling you right now. He's number three. So they have, obviously, Fury. Checkmate. Then they have Checkmate. That's checkmate. Checkmate. But you guys, I'll tell you one thing. I was supposed to go to sleep like 40 minutes ago. This was a beautiful <laughs> conversation. You guys got yeah, all the energy out of me. Any energy, thing, so I, ener- energy I had left, you guys took it all out of me from this last sleep time. like a fucking Edger, Edger, I'm about to go knock out. And I start to post this on my I start to post on my Spotify. So that's a few steps I have to go about this. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for coming on. Broadway Edger, always, Frank always, Polo always. Go ahead. Yo, everybody, everybody who's listening, go follow me on Instagram, Broadway Joel on Twitter. At underscore Broadway Joel, and most importantly, go hit that subscribe button on my YouTube channel. 
Broadway Joel. I'm the voice of Dominican boxing. Every Dominican boxer you can think of, I've interviewed with the accession of Edwin De Los Santos, and he's coming on the show soon. So stay I, tuned. I can't oh, emphasize this enough. Bro. I can't emphasize this enough. This man is truly the voice of Dominican boxing. And Dominican boxing is having one of the greatest times. I don't, and like I said, Broadway, do the history on this, but I think this is probably one of the greatest times ever in the history of Dominican boxing. And it is. this man is striking gold right now because he truly is the voice. He was bringing this up before all the success happened. He was the voice of Dominican boxing and he's been bringing attention to that, to that part of boxing. And it's, and not just that though, he does covers all boxing. It's not just that, but that's what he, that's what he is. He's the voice, but he covers all boxing. You need to follow this man. He's got great content. Just trust. I put all my faith in this man right now. This is what's one of the best YouTube pages right now. Thank you, Frank, for being on. Oh, thank Thank, you. Thank you, Polo, for being on. This has been a great, great uh, heated debate. For sure, man. (laughs) But we got heavyweight. We got the heavyweight division back. You know, we covered everything. It's exciting, man. We covered everything. We covered everything. Heavyweight is back, man. Featherweight, exactly. Featherweight's a heavyweight. Heavyweight division is not dead. Remember that. I don't, peace. All right, I'm out. Anyway, yeah. Peace.